This is a Final Show Films actual play. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Film Presents Grand Terra Adventures. Uh, I am your host and GM, Sensaku, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, the Tiefling Bard. Monk, I did it again. And Jack. Hey, this is Jack. I play Fakir, the Elf Warlock. And Maurice. Hey, I'm Maurice. I'm playing the Drow Paladin. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Dia, the Half Orc Blood Hunter. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lavis, the Halfling Cleric. And Austin. Hi, I'm Austin. <clears throat> I'm playing Aaron, the Dragonborn uh, Bard who has a wish for death. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Drifa, the Nephilim Barbarian. All right, and we are missing. We are short one player. William is feeling sick tonight, so Graza is there. Um, Graza, I know what Graza does. Graza hits things and continues to hit them. All right, so. When last we left our heroes, you were all in the Magisterium. Uh, so the Magisterium, once more, uh, is a magical place. Uh, actually, before we start that, we are Final Show Films. I forgot about that. Uh, we are Final Show Films. You can check out all the stuff that we do on our website at finalshowfilms.com, and you can also check out us on our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms if you'd like to help support us in the things that we do. Um, okay. So... We were at the Magisterium. Uh, once again, to recap, the Magisterium is a is this large sort of pyramid-shaped structure, but with the pyramids being tow the pyramid corners being towers, and the flat spaces between being empty, and a large tower in the middle, and then like a city structure uh, underneath it all. And then when you go in, it's magical and, and weird and, and funky, and lots of places to see, lots of places to go, things to see, and people to talk to. Uh, and we had just picked up you. Were, you guys were all preparing to go. Many, most of you. You spent your money, got your got your weapons enchanted, got some various other stuff. Uh, Fakir, was there something you wanted to do before you left? Is there a music shop? Yes, there is. I want to buy a flute. Would like to buy a flute. All right. Yes. So you uh, go to a, there's a small music shop in sort of the arts district of the, of the, the city, which is easy to find. Once more, there are these floating crystals all over the place that sort of point. You, you, you work as road signs that you can read. No matter what language you try to read them in, you can read them. Um, and uh, they uh, <coughs> it points you to the art district where you find a small music shop run by a, a, a gnome. There's a, there's a little gnome in the back. And so you have the wide variety of normal musical instruments. Then you have the gnomish inventions, uh, which range from, you know, what, what look, like, look like, you know, a variety of, of normal instruments but slightly enhanced to it, devices that you... Assume they are instruments because this is a music shop that sells instruments, not because they look like uh, anything you could recognize. Uh, and the, the, the gnome uh, behind the counter introduces himself as Rhyme. Well, hello there. 
I'm looking for traditional elven flute. Uh, anything from the southern continents or derivatives of design therein? Oh well, we have some uh, we have some interesting elven design flutes. If that's what you're looking for, although if you'd like something that has a little bit more kick to it, we do have our modified gnomish elvish flutes. I'm more of a traditionalist myself. That's fair. That's fair. He goes over. He he hops off of his little. Uh, he's he's got this like really high stool that he sits on because it's a normal sized nice. counter. He hops off of it, falls three feet, and hits the ground. You know, waddles over, uh, waddles uh, down the thing. So, uh, what, what are you looking for? A small? What what size flute are you looking for? Small, large, something in between? You looking for like a big long one, or are you just a little teeny tiny one? And moderate length, probably no more than 24, 30 inches at the most. Ah, okay. Discerning customer, I see. Wow. <clears throat> he uh, uh, pulls open a drawer in the back of the counter that you can't really see into. Comes back, hops, you know, climbs back. The the you notice now that the stool is actually like a stepladder. Um, okay. <laughs> because he has to climb back up onto it. Um, and he presents you with three, uh, three flutes of varying degrees of craftsmanship. There's one that looks like it was just literally a, a, a stick that somebody hollowed out to make a flute. Um, one that's one that's still wooden, but um, uh, more elegantly crafted, almost like it was grown into that shape, with uh, sort of uh, a, uh, accenting for, like, uh, leaf and vine accenting on it. Okay. Um, and then there is a another flute that looks distinctly more expensive than the rest that is made of a almost a a, a soft brass material um, and it is very elegantly designed very obviously elvish um, like it's got it's got sort of a sweeping wing motif to it but uh, it it's very elegant and looks like it would play very well I'll ask him prices on the middle and top quality one all right. So the lowest one that we have right here, he points to the to the, to the stick, uh, is two gold. This one over here, and he points to the middle one. Uh, this one is four gold, and the last one is six gold. I'll offer him five for the top end one. Make a persuasion check. Fifteen. <laughs> He uh, he rubs his hands together. You know, uh, a flute this of this design is really meant for some of the more artisanal uh, players. It's got a lot of craftsmanship gone into it. We only get a few of these in. I really can't sell it for anything less than six gold. I'll nod and accept it. <laughs> All right. You pay him six gold, and you get a very nice brass flute. Awesome. That was all I needed to do. All right, you have a flute. Splendid. I would like to do something before we leave. Yes. Um, I want to get a, I want to get a climber's kit. Okay. And I want to, so yeah, I think I can. I want to sell my um, scale mail armor to pay for it. Right. Or trade it in, because it's twenty-five, twenty-five. Uh, yeah. Um, Holly, there's a lot of scratching coming from your mic. Oh, it might be the dog. It's just 
because the mic, I, I believe it's an onboard mic as well. So whenever you rub the laptop, it'll. Here. Um, yeah, you can, you can, get, you can, you can make a fair trade for that. All right. All right, you have your climbing gear. Anybody else? Nope. All right. Nope, I'm good. All right, you all meet outside the uh, the tower uh, on the grass, as it were, and head south. Now, the instructions you were given were, and I don't have it marked out on the map yet, but you know, hang on. Uh, Uh, <clears throat> so the instructions you were given were to head south along the coast. Oops. Uh, and you would find the you would find the uh, labyrinth most apparently, according to Railmore. It would not be difficult to find. So heading south from the Magisterium, uh, you easily get over to the coast and ride. It's going to be a couple of days before you get to your destination. Is there anything that you guys want to do amongst yourselves or individually in that time? Lavis is going to pray a whole bunch because things have happened. All right, Lavis, pray away. I'm going to be composing a uh, brilliant ballad a, uh, and making sure to mention Sabila's great weaponsmithing skills. <laughs> I want to assist him on that because I think we're going to have like some future transactions that might that ballad might help with. Okay. I'm composing it in Draconic. Do you speak Draconic? Uh, no. You cannot help him. <laughs> um, I'll probably speak to Karis and Lavis both in turn asking for whatever information they might be able to provide so that we know so that Fakir knows ahead of time what exactly we're looking for and what we might need need to specifically recover. All right. Um, well, you you all oh, sorry. Uh, so I, I forgot to fill this. I forgot to fill you in on this part. Um, <laughs> the item, the items, uh, Relnor told you that the items you were looking for uh, uh, Karis and Lavis thought they were divine, like like holy relics from their uh -huh. various temples. Um, Relnor revealed them to be actually to be seals, uh, seals that are designed to hold Idos wherever it is that she's held prison. Um, okay, and that breaking them would be bad. <laughs> yes. He also he also explained everything that you didn't explain out of the book. Okay. <clears throat> Not that anybody knew you didn't explain it, but right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Fakir will set traps every night and try and catch food for everybody. So yeah, I don't know if, if there's any additional information that Karis or Lavis would like to share with the group outside of that. No. But, no. All right. Uh, so you set traps. <clears throat> anybody else doing anything? I'll test out my new crossbow and see if I can catch anything. Okay. Uh, so, yes, Lavis? It's about 
if asked about the relics, Lavis will tell Figare that it might be a good idea to not mention them to everyone we come across and to keep that very low profile. I don't think he was there when, like, about to that part of the conversation. Yeah, he was because Railnor, 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 you all were there while Railnor talked about what they were. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you all know that. You all know that. that everybody knows that the two of you are searching for something, and that that something is not what you thought it was. Um. Just to clarify, do you just say that to Fakir? Do you t- say that to everybody? To, to keep it quiet. I say that pretty loudly with the intention that it reaches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nirali, clear on that. Nirali has that staff of striking, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I got some bad news. Arden didn't hear that. Arden didn't hear you. You don't know. You don't, you, you don't know Arden didn't hear you. But Arden didn't hear you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be practicing. Well, my common sense will let me know that automatically, right? Oh, actually, it might. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody, anybody else doing anything else? Just doing a lot of practicing of katas and the like. Is Drifa doing anything? Um. Sorry, your, 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 mic, your mic is cutting out, Holly. What was that? Oh, uh, no, she's not doing anything at the moment. Got the axe enchanted, right? Yeah, you got the axe enchanted. Okay. Yep, the axe is indeed enchanted. You're sharpening your super sharp axe now. All right. So a couple of days yes. go by. A couple she of days go by. You all recover any any damage or any law spells that you may have used previously. Although I think you already recovered all that, anyways. Um, and you go down the coast. So after a couple of days go by, as you're heading down the coast, you see. Immediately, what Railnor was saying by you would know it when you saw it. Jutting out of the cliff face and up into the air and, and, and out over the water, you see what looked like ancient ruins of a, you know, uh, the, you assume these are the civilization that Railnor informed you of previously, the Alorada. Um, Fikir, you've seen ruins similar to this all over Dalarati, uh, especially in the mountains. It's a similar type of structure. Um, uh, Karis and Lavis and everybody, everybody, everybody that came south from 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 Varus, um, you you all saw similar structure in the mountains, like sort of ruins off in the distance. Um, these, this is sort of, it's almost like stonework, but there's no seams where bricks would be laid. The uh, the the work is the the the, the stone uh, structure of these ruins are smooth entirely except for where they've been broken um, it's almost as if it was one long solid piece of stonework that was melded together rather than being uh, placed or carved um, it, it's, it's craftsmanship even beyond that of dwarves um, capabilities currently it's very impressive for, for such an ancient structure um, and it sort of juts out on a platform out from the cliff face over the water below, uh, this area, this sort of this sort of whole side coast of of, of lower uh, uh, of lower Aeonia is more cliff than beach, so you know it's a long drop down into the water, and nothing. Uh, as you approach, you see that there are there's sort of like uh, uh, sort of natural ramps going down over the side of the cliff, leading down along the side of the cliff and heading towards those ruins. 
given my previous experience with it and also the fact that the empire was mentioned in the like sears account do i know anything particular about the alaretta empire make a make a knowledge history with advantage would, since i grew up in the mausolea like a bunch 13. of it studying where i know anything about you can make it out you can make a knowledge history check as well okay. um not with advantage but but Normal. Uh, so, yeah, nope. Fikir, you don't know much about the Alorada. It's they're 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 so far beyond current knowledge that it's mm -hmm. you know it's the equivalent of uh, thinking about Babylonian you know Babylonian right. culture to to where we are now you know that right. far back that far removed. Um, you do know that there are many ruins, many, many of their ruins all over Dalarati, and you do know that uh, the the uh, pools, the, the, the pool, the, the uh, focal points of mana that, that your people guard. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it is said in the oral tradition of your people that they created these focal points, that they are the source of these focal points, and that they used them to do great deeds. Okay. That's sort of the, the majority of your knowledge. Um, right. As far as your people knew, they only existed on the Dalarati, but uh, on Dalarati, but. Uh, mm -hmm. That's but apparently that's, they're elsewhere. Well, that's mostly because that's the only place you guys live. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, we're not big travelers. No. Uh, Theod. Yeah, no. I mean, There's probably a book there, it, but I they, just glanced over it. The, the, the structure looks very similar to the Mausolea Citadel. Like this, that type of stonework looks similar to the Mausolea Citadel. And you know, you know that your order did not build the Citadel. They found it. So... It looks similar in structure, but that's about it. That's about all you can tell. So right. Carol, look around at everybody and kind of gesture towards the ruins. Eyes open, I suppose. All right. That sounds like a plan. Yes, Levis. Oh, does it look like we're going into a place that is dark? Yes, it looks like it may be dark inside. Okay, Levis is going to light a lantern. Okay. Karis well, you're not inside gonna... yet. But... No. If we head inside, Bob, this is going to very immediately light a lantern. All right. As you get uh, so as you you go down the ramp heading towards the ruins, you find that uh, the, the the sort of natural ramp soon gives way to that same worked stonework, and you notice that the the, the stonework extends as a balcony over the water below. Like you're still several hundred feet up from the water. And the, the, the stonework of this ruin sort of extends out into a very large balcony overlooking. You can't see what the support structure for it is, but it's a long, wide balcony, and it sort of opens up to give you some more room. The, 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 ramp, the natural ramp is sort of single file, um, and the, the stonework comes out. There's a, there's a railing. It goes over it, and there, there are what – there are sort of um, ornamental stone-like – hooks in the side of the railing that you would swear were like like what you would tether a horse to but facing the water and not close to the water so um sort of a, a bridge thing like a sort of a balcony there uh looking back to the uh to the temp to the what looks like the labyrinth the sort of it looks almost like a temple to you uh you see 
uh, lots of broken statues and pillars that have been knocked over, but one statue in particular stands tall. It is a humanoid figure with a with a, a pair of what look almost like fishing knives, sort of uh, held out and out and to, to the left and right either side, um, staring ahead and out over the water. Um, Lavis, make a knowledge religion check. Karis can make one too. Karis rolls an 11. Lavis rolls a 4. Karis, you you know that this is is a statue of Valkyr. Uh, mm. Valkyr is the god of is basically the god of storms and waves. Um, he is an he is an ocean god, and he's often depicted as sort of a a uh, a, a a warrior fisherman. Um, the the knives that he's holding are f- basically they're 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 like fish skinning knives that legend you know his story says that he has used he uses them in battle basically, um, and it's sort of a he he sort of his his design and his you know sort of uh, religious doctrine is the idea of using whatever is at hand uh, to accomplish a task he's very you know utilitarian um, and it reflects in the sort of the outlook of the people of the Valkari Islands which were named for him uh, they're all very sort of a utilitarian uh, fisher sailor you know type people and you know they have to be because the Valkyrie Islands don't have a whole lot of natural resources of themselves so um, but yeah he's, he's often depicted in this sort of like very athletic swimmer type body with these fishing knives um, and the the other statues around him are broken and, and unrecognizable, but his still stands and is still very recognizable. And to either on either side of him there is an open doorway. Um given that there's this statue, could I make a religion check to infer what other if there what the other statues might have possibly been? Sure. I'm going to follow suit on that. There you go. Uh, Valkyr is is a is a uh, neutral is considered a neutral god but his followers tend to be goodly people uh you'd imagine that his you'd imagine that the other statues would be goodly would be goodly deities if they shared some sort of temple or or considering that um this temple has something to do with idos you could also assume that the statues were of the other four gods that uh the valkyr being one of the gods that bound idos you imagine the many statues were of the other four gods that bound idos with him Is there any uh, loose debris or anything around? Plenty. Fakir would want to pick up a rock and just kind of skin it down the ramp, just to make sure there's no weak points or broken areas. Yeah, you flick it down the down the uh, down the the, the balcony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just between where we're standing and the balcony to make sure it seems like it's a fairly solid path. Yeah, you you fling the bal- you fling the rock down the balcony. It skips across the balcony, goes over the ledge into the water. It goes over the ledge and down hundred feet into the water. Okay. Just to be safe when we go down, I'll, I'll go first because if we do fall, if there is something that fall, I'll, I can probably I can probably do it best. All right, I'm gonna follow behind since I have really good dark vision and perception. 
All right, so are you going into the into the facility or out onto the balcony? Because basically, the way the way it's structured is, the the facility is built into the cliffside. The balcony is out in front of it. The ramp goes from the side okay. down onto the balcony. You have to get on the balcony to get in the facility, but you don't have to go out over water to get into it. If you want to just single file across and over, but you can also step out on the balcony. Fakir would want to step out on the balcony, take a look over the edge, see what's down there. Yeah, more information can't be bad. Balcony is is firm underneath you. It does not it does not give way. It doesn't feel like it's it feels like it's one solid slab, like built into the side of the cliff. Um, you go out over to the balcony. Still, doesn't feel like it's going to give way. Doesn't feel any. Feels solid. Feels like you're on ground. Um, I'm concerned how much you're mentioning this not giving way. <laughs> <laughs> And you go lean over the balcony. You go lean over the balcony, and as a hundred foot drop into the water. Okay. Snap. Ah. <laughs> does the uh, does does the ocean seem to be fairly calm? And you know, in no, keeping it's, with the it's, actual this weather is a, of the day. Uh, the the weather is fairly calm, but the ocean is roiling. It's up against a cliff. You know, it's okay. It's, it, it, water's never it's really what, calm in cliffs. Right, but it's it's what you'd expect with wind driven water against yeah. a cliff. Yeah, you okay. see a lot of rocks below. Mm-hmm. You imagine it wouldn't be fun to fall. Yeah. Well, in that case, he'll sort of jerk a finger over his shoulder towards the door and say, right or left? <clears throat> left. We're, we're oh, going to go right. inside, right? Right. <laughs> so let's go inside. So there are two doors. There's a door on the left and on the right of the Valkyra statue. I walk up to the left door. Do the doors have markings on them? There's no actual doors, doorways. There's no physical door. Oh, okay. I walk through the doorway. Are there any markings on, like, around the doorways or something? Just, like, maybe if they're different? I mean, through the right. There are markings, but they're, like, sort of decorative. They're not. Nothing written or engraved, per se. No, it's. it's, And they're the same? Symmetrical, yeah. Okay. I'll try to scooch ahead of I, of, of Aaron before. Yes, Lavis. Can I look at the doors and the doorways and check for traps? Right, make a perception check. Okay. I'd like to use my constitution to check for traps. Aaron walks through, <laughs> Aaron walks to the doorway on the left, and nothing happens. <laughs> you don't see anything. Mm-hmm. Before looks, I, before I go you. through the door on the right, after I see Lavis flinch at Aaron going through the door, I'll look at the one on the right. Nope, it's good. Looks fine. Yep. I'm gonna okay, walk through. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at the right. one on uh, the right. Theod, wa- Theod walks through the door on the right. Nothing happens. Oh, uh, 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 except for splitting parties, splitting party uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we should all go through the the the, the, the same door. Well, okay, so <laughs> is there not, not, have not a good split idea. up because because well, that could be bad. Well, is it like mm-hmm. there's two doorways, and then once you get on the other side of the doorway, I can like look to my left and see Aaron. So the the stairs go down; they curve down a little bit, and then around a corner, uh, and you see another set of stairs going. You see another set of stairs going down, uh, like sort of your the the door on the right curves to the left and then goes down another set of stairs. Uh, from your angle, Aaron, the door on the light, the stairs go down, curve to the right, and then find another set of stairs and go down. That's all you can really see from the doorways. 
So from the doorways, it does appear to be two separate passages. Yeah, that meet farther down, maybe. Potentially, yeah, yeah they, they may be. Maybe. You'd yeah. have to go further so, down to check. Yeah, I will. All right, yeah, you walk further down, and you see, yeah, they're they're connected. It's a connected staircase. It's a it's a U staircase that meets in the middle and continues down. I'm following Aaron. Yeah, I'll just turn around and go. There's only one hallway down here. All right, go ahead. Okay. There you go. All right, so you all go in. Fakir's doing his best to keep an eye out for any sort of traps or secret passages that he might be able to pick up on. You yeah. find a trap as you step in it and you all die. Don't you? Okay, well that was fun. <laughs> Resurrection. Fun camping. Not that one, hang on. I had to adjust because... Oh, I have too many pages in Roll20. All right. All right, so you eventually, you eventually come down this long staircase and you find uh, it opens up into a wider room and directly ahead of you you see this large massive statue and it's it's the same Valkyr statue from outside but it's it's only him by himself in the middle of this giant room uh, as you step into the room you see along the walls spaced at regular intervals there are suits of armor that not even suits of armor like statues of armored figures um, like at even even intervals along the walls circling the entire room from your side and, and moving off into the darkness of the rest of the room the room is not lit at all um and uh hang on sorry why is my mouse fucked up that's an interesting thing um and you see yeah that's all you see as you step in I'll move down to the butt, to the last step before I actually hitting the floor and just start looking at the tiles on the floor to see if there's any that are particularly raised, anything that might indicate. Make a perception check. Yeah, Karis will do the same. Um, I also know if those the armors are alive. <laughs> what um, the hell? Detect magic? Would definitely be a handy spell to have. I'm casting it. <laughs> awesome. Because I have that spell. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me look at something real quick. Uh, you detect magic uh, coming from the back left, from your perspective, back left corner of the room. Anywhere else? Uh, vague aspect, vague, a, a, you know, sort of, are you turning to, to look? Yeah. Um, as you turn to look, what is going on? Hang on. Something is really okay. That works. That fixed the issue. Okay. Um, yeah. As you as you turn, you 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 sense there's this there's magic all throughout the temple. Um, this uh, throughout the facility, whatever you want to call it. Um, there, it it feels like a couple of the statues may are sort of also emanate radiate a, a magical sense. Um, but also, sort of in the back left corner, there's some magic. So there's spe so specifically, there is uh, there is uh, a sense of magic coming from exactly opposite of where you're at, uh, over here. There's a sense of magic coming from over here in the far corner, again to your left. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a sense of magic coming from this side of the wall. And a sense of magic coming from over here. The others still still opposite the room of you, but mostly concentrated in the lower, in like sort of the far left corner. <clears throat> I 
and it doesn't it doesn't radiate a specific type of magic. It's just magical. Uh-huh. Anything from the statues? Uh, you the, the ones that are near you? No. There's magic in the room. Quite a few places, but most of it is on the far side, the left corner area. Let's have a look then. Yeah. Did carefully. Did the perception rolls on checking for traps reveal anything? Uh, let me see. What is I got 21. Uh, you don't find any traps immediately near you. I'm going to walk up to where I'm basically next to the statue. Does anything okay. happen? Yeah. Nope, it's a statue. I'm going to walk up to the nearest source of magic then. Okay. So I the, will follow. The, the nearest source of magic to you is over here. As you progress, you see there are more statues lining the walls. And in the back left corner, you see a, a, a number of chests. <laughs> some of them Most look like crates. Some of them look like tre- some of them look like what you would imagine a classic treasure chest is. You feel there's there's magic coming from over here. There's magic coming from over here. Magic coming from right here. And there's magic coming from over here. Is magic coming from over here a statue? Yes. This statue is magic. So Kara will go over and see if there's anything written or any items or if it's the statue statue as well. Are these statues in the corner magic? Yes. All three of these statues are magic. Perchance guardians for the treasure. Uh, well, there's no, there's, there's no. Plunder. Uh, make a if you're going to inspect that. Are you like you? Are you touching, feeling, grabbing, or are you just looking? Looking initially, and then touching, feeling, grabbing. I'm right. examining this make one in the far corner. Make a perception. I'm check. just watching everyone. <sighs> so the statue that you're looking at looks like a normal statue. But there's something slightly off about it. Um, you're not, you can't quite place it. There's, it's not quite right. Uh, looking around, you count that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve statues total. Uh, they, they all seem to be sort of evenly spaced apart. Um, you notice that it just, it feels. There's nothing that gives away that anything is wrong with this statue. It just feels not right to you. Can I make an arcana check to see if I can pick up on anything else? Sure. Uh, Nerali, for you, that mm-hmm. that statue looks like a statue. Okay. Statue looks I was like also a statue. Gonna try to arcana. What are you? What are you arcanaing? Uh, primarily to see if the if there's any sort of possibility that these could become animated. If there's any sort of guardian, yeah, so, so you're, you're trying to see if they're like the animated statues. Yeah, go and make an archive. Okay. While he's doing that, I'm going to be checking this statue and then comparing it to this non-magical statue over here. Okay. Um, no, there's. It doesn't look like it's an animated statue for care. Okay. Uh, um, and uh, make a perception check, uh, Arn. They're so good at these. Is there any writing on the base of the statue? When I roll an actual 20, I so, have actually. Aaron, uh, when you, you compare the two side by side and you see that, well, I mean, you walk back and forth, uh, you see that the, 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 the non-magical statue seems to have a lot more detail to it. Like, it's actually more defined. 
Um, you'd almost say that the, the statue that Fakir is standing in front of uh, looks like somebody who was trying to, ch to carve the statue from memory and didn't get all the fine details correct. Like, it's mostly... They're, like, if you were to just glance at them, they'd be exactly the same. But um, upon closer inspection, you see that there's a little more craftsmanship taken with this one. There are There's more f refined details and edging and, and like, this... It, it's, it's, it's almost like the difference between a high-res and a low-res picture of something. You know, like, the statue is the high-res picture. The, the other one, the one near Fakir is the low-res picture. <clears throat> this statue is much nicer, I say, pointing at this one, and it's not magical. Can Fakir wants to make Lavis? Can I make a religion check to see if there's any particular reason that would be the case in this kind of setup? Sure. Hoping that. Let's just get that joke out of the way. I want to use divine sense to see if these are, <laughs> if the, if they're not really what they are. Like if they're like what's maybe the, a what's, fiend. What, what does divine sense look for? Uh, I'm looking to see if like maybe if they are some kind of fiend or like unholy shit. The only, the only, celestial. the only fiends in celestial you sense are the ones that are in your body. <laughs> All right. Well. All right, uh, Lavis. Um, so, theoretically, uh, this is a temple to a ocean god. They could be worn down due to exposure. They could be statues that were previously on ships, and so exposure to sea salt and air might have worn them down. Maybe that's that's as far as you can get thinking of, like from yeah. terms of a religious perspective. Could but I? It's not like a common practice. I would know. No, of. no. Like okay. Yes, Nerali. Could I history check maybe to get a sense of the um, uh, the craftsmanship, the armor design? Sure. sure. Cool. I just want to read the base if there's any words on it. There's no 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 words or writing on it. Um, I mean it's it's an ancient statue of armor. Looks like there's nothing. No, when you say fairly generic. When you say statue of armor, you mean like stone statue depicting an armored figure or yeah, yeah, an like armor? Looks like stone statue depicting an armored figure. Um, maybe there's like a Who's ritual it? we're supposed to do That's or something. Carol stepping on over by Narali, nudge one of the boxes with his toe and kind of look at her like, should we take a look? I suppose. I uh, so as you as you uh, as you reach out. So Fakir, as you reach out to nudge the box, mm -hmm. uh, your foot gets stuck. <laughs> oh God! And, and the wand is out. Roll initiative, please. <laughs> oh, We've got mimics. We're just gonna whatever. Oops. Kind of a. Oh shit! Just Check roll it out. without. Just roll it without trying to add it to the initiative cool, and I'll add it myself. This makes it easier for me. Okay, mine was five. Mine was nineteen. Sixteen. I was admiring this statue. It's pretty big. This dude's ripped. That's some sweet armor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. So, Fakir, what's yours? Ten. 
Narali, yours is 16. Correct. Oren, what's yours? Oren? Uh, 15. Uh, Drifa? Everything on my computer just froze. Uh -huh. Lovely. You're also going robot. I think we're losing. You're losing signal. I believe Holly has lost signal. Uh, we'll continue. Theod, yours is five. Yep. Lavis, what's yours? Oh, um, ten. Ten. Right. Gotta finish strong. Karis, what's yours? Mine is nineteen, but it didn't show up when I thought I clicked it. All right, so I've got. Okay, so I've got Fakara is at ten. Nirali is at. Uh, Lavis is at ten. Nirali is at sixteen. Ari is at fifteen. Karis is at nineteen. Um, I do not have one for Trifa yet. Graza is not in this combat. Uh, Graza is in this combat, but Graza is elsewhere, dealing with something else. Um, the only one I'm missing is Drifa. Let me go ahead and roll initiative for the thing. Yeah, I got a d20. I might just start using that for... Hey, look at that natural 20. Just getting nine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we use roll 20. Yep. No, I wouldn't... No, it's no fun cheating. I mean, I yeah, would like to, I would like to see what happens on my natural one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Holly, you're back. I think maybe. Oh, Potentially. Oh, I'll go check on her. Yeah. Check on her and, and have her roll initiative. Okay. All right. Well, while we wait, um, it, Karis, you're going first. So, uh, uh, so before that, Fakir, you, you you nudge the box with your foot, and uh -huh. you, you your your toes touch it, and immediately the box sort of like sort of sucks in the toe of your foot, catching it, right. catching it fast. And as it does, you see the chest open itself up, revealing uh -huh. these this maw of massive teeth and a lolling tongue. And these arms, these long, lanky arms unfold out of the chest. And it starts to rise up off the floor as these legs unfold from underneath it. It's the luggage. I give a squeak of surprise. I see this, right? Yeah, you see it. Okay. Let me, let me go ahead and pull uh, some tokens out. Uh, Karis. There is a there is a mimic rising from the ground in front of Fakir, holding him fast to it. Huh. Huh. <laughs> and there's a box right here. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're a drow. There's am, there's some trying not to elfish swearing coming out of Fakir right now. Oh yeah, I I noticed. <laughs> um, Language. As a bonus action, Thank I you, want Alex. to. I'm going to Hunter's Market. Okay. Wait. What? How you don't have Hunter's Market? You're a paladin. No, I do have Hunter's Market because I, when I'm, I took the path of uh, Oath of Vengeance, I at level three I get Bane and Hunter's Mark as known spells. Oh, yeah. nice. All right, you mm -hmm. Hunter's Market. 
What does Hunter's Mark do for the audience? Okay, well, Hunter's Mark, uh, I choose a creature I can see within range and mystically mark it. Until the spell ends, I do an extra 1d6 damage whenever I hit it with a weapon attack, and I have advantage on perception and survival checks to find it. If it drops to zero before the spell ends, I can use a bonus action on a, on a future turn to mark a new target. All right. You have that mimic marked. I am going to go over to Mr. Friendly over here. Right. Seeing here's foot. So do you pop, walk pop, do you walk straight I towards it? Straight towards it. I go right here and then I kind of just Alright, as you walk straight towards it, you are stopped right here. As the large chest you're passing snatches out with an arm and grabs your ankle. Make me a Make me a dexterity check. Fuck. Just our dexterity save, I should say. But yeah. Oh, well. 14. Uh, you managed to pull your foot out of the way as it reaches out to grasp for your foot. Uh, and there is another mimic. Can I still continue movement, or am I stopped right now? Yeah, you can. You can, you can it, didn't, it didn't manage to grab you, so you're not stopped. Okay. I'm going to move right here. And I am going to take a swing at Friendly over here. Okay. Make an attack. Ah. Eight. Uh, you miss. <sighs> you, you swing down. You, you, you swing at the... Uh, at the at the uh, and you 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 it it sort of leans over to the side as it's standing up, and you you sort of misses and hits the ground harmlessly. The mimic has now stood up. It is taller than an average uh, human, and it has uh, uh, Fakir's foot is still stuck to it. So Fakir has been Fakir has actually been like knocked over kind of, and is like sort of hanging off the ground as it stands up tall because his foot is adhered to the chest of the uh, of the mimic. It stands about ten feet tall, has long, gangly, long, gangly uh, arms and legs, like the legs coming out of the bottom of the chest and the arms coming out the sides of the chest. Now, the chest itself is open with these large rows of giant teeth and a long, lolling tongue hanging out of it. Now, um, this is a learning experience for everyone. The other chest unfolds into a similarly large creature. Yeah, I'm not worried about him, and that's my turn. Uh, Nerali, you suddenly realize that the magic that Arn was probably sensing was coming from that chest, not that statue. <laughs> That's a good guess. All right. Because it was right next to it. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, it is now Nerali's turn. All right. I'm going to smack this thing a couple times with the staff. All right. Make your attacks. 24. Uh, you hit it. Four, five. five bludgeoning damage and make a dexterity save. Uh. You manage to pull yourself away uh, before you get adhered, before you adhere to the mimic, but your staff sticks. Your staff is now stuck to the mimic. Nice. 
Uh, yeah. You're not, though. So I... <sighs> so... Um... Would you like to punch it? <laughs> Punching always. You know what? Screw it. Yes, I am. Key point for two strikes. All right. Make your attacks. That hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. For six. And ten. That misses. All right. Make me a uh, strength. Another deck save. Uh, this one's going to be a strength save uh, at disadvantage. Which is going to be the four, probably. I would hope so. Give me the four. So you punch the you you punch the box with your fist, and it sort of sticks in like you, it's like punching goo uh, as you punch into it, and you pull back to try to get free, and you realize that you are grappled against yeah. the uh, I... against the the creature. Let out a low little growl at it. All right. uh, it is now Aaron's turn when he gets back. So we'll hold. We'll, 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 Arn will hold his turn as Lavis goes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move to here. Ah, oh, crap. Right. <laughs> Halfling speed, and I. You run up to underneath the uh, underneath Valkyr's arm. Yep. That's how far I can make it. Um, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the this chest that people are attacking with melee attacks. Okay. My uh, back is turned to this whole do. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably hear it by now, but yeah. Yeah. So, of course it, has to make, so it has to make a dex save. Yeah. Uh, which it currently DC fourteen. So has a disadvantage on because there are two people stuck to it. Oh, yay. What did I miss? Uh it'll be your turn in a second. Uh Nerali and Fakir are stuck to the mimic. There are no nice. two visible. Um yeah, so it does not make it. Roll damage. <clears throat> You deal seven damage to the mimic as this uh, radiant flame strikes from the heavens and and scorches it. Uh, it does currently have. Yep. And Fakir, who is very very close to where that fire hits, yells, "Careful!" <laughs> <laughs> Don't go trying to loot tombs, and I wouldn't have to be. I exclaim something in abyssal. That doesn't sound polite. I understand abyssal. I'm kidding, I don't. Alright. I'm just making something easier for me. Alright, so yeah. It is now... uh, uh, It's actually Aaron's turn now, because Aaron does go in before Lavis, but... Yay! Uh, So is this the one that's got the guy stuck to him? Yep, that has Fakir and Nerali both stuck to him. Is it even possible to get up next to it, though? Uh, I mean, you could theoretically step around Karis into this spot. But there is another mimic that has stood up. Right here. Alright. Rain. And melee attacks have been getting stuck to it. 
I see. I mean, I could do the boring thing and hurl javelins at it. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. I know. Um. But I suppose, uh, well, if my weapon gets stuck to it, it's not that big of a deal, right? I can just I can pull a new one out. Let's try it. Um, can I walk around to here? Around to where? To this spot. Yeah, you can get around there. All right. You realize as you pass that statue that the statue in the corner was not magical. Okay. Was it the mimic? Yeah, it was the mimic that's in front of you. Nice. I was trying I'm to going... figure out if shape-shifting counted as magical, but it doesn't actually say whether or not it does, so... Are mimics aberrations? No. They're monstrosities. Oh. Well, then. just like sphinxes. <laughs> I'm going to swing my quarterstaff at it. I figured polymorph is a magical effect, therefore it would count as magical. Alright, make your attack. Alright, you hit it. Roll critical damage. Alright. Do I add my strength twice to it? Or not? Yes, double your strength. Okay, so in that case, it's 14 damage. Nice. Alright, now make a dex save. All right, you managed to pull away. Your quarterstaff, however, is stuck right next to Nerali's quarterstaff. I mean, the thing's got an assortment of quarterstaffs. So wait, I, <laughs> I look over and say, uh, it, it, it sticks. Wait, even, even if I make the save? You don't get stuck. You hit it with the staff, though. The so staff, the weapon still sticks? Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. The weapon comes in contact with it. The adhesive properly automa uh, property automatically grabs it. It's in a deck save for you to not get stuck with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the weapon gets stuck. The person might not. Nerali, Nerali managed to escape getting stuck the first time, and then punched it, and then <laughs> so had to make it. Then the had basically it's when fine. you when you touch it, it's a grapple check. When you're attacking it, it's a dodge. It's a dodge attempt. You're you're trying to get away from it, grabbing you back. Okay, I'm fine. All right. Uh, You are hanging upside down and you are considered grappled currently. Okay. Well, we're going to hex it and then hit it with uh, one any, chart. Are there any rules one. about spell casting while grappled? Hmm. I'm sure there are. Let's find out. You have to make an attack roll, I think. For, so, I, th I think like if, if you have to do like a movement, you can't. Unless you break the grapple. The grappled is mostly a movement thing. Mm -hmm. Let's find out. Grapple, where are you? Uh, page 290. Back. 290, thank you. Why are you all the way at the back of the book? Because <laughs> they put the conditions in, a, in an appendix. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, speed is zero, can't benefit from any bonus to speed, ends if the grappler is incapacitated, ends it, yeah, it doesn't have any uh, right. effect on yep. spellcasting, right. though. So. Unless it's, well, if it's a ranged spell, then... <laughs> you would already have disadvantage for being in yeah. melee. 
it actually says that if you cast a thunder wave spell then that's or wait no yeah, just references. Yeah, it references right. the thunder wave. But yeah, yeah, no, I can I can still cast just fine. Yeah, so you cast hex on it. Cast hex on it, and then hit it with a level one uh, from my magic missile wand, which I pulled out. All right, roll damage. Does it have magic resistance? It does not. Thirteen damage. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> All right. One charge down. Three D four. Oh, you rolled four, four, and one. All right, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is not looking too well. It's still holding on to you. It's not looking too well. Um, He's fine. Did we lose Drifo, Austin? Yes. Okay. Which is not working. That's fine. All right. Uh, Theod, your turn. All right, Actually, no, so it's not your here, turn. Hang on, Theod, make a yeah, make a per- make, Theod, make a perception check. Wrong thing. Uh, perception. Hey, nice. All right, uh, you notice that one of those statues is now currently behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to swing I mean, it's, around. It's, it's, it's not your turn yet, but it's their turn. Oh, okay. Um, it's the Mimic's turn. The Mimic's rolled a six on their initiative. Jeez. Um, uh, Lavis, make a perception check. Um, God. Wait, there's two people behind Lavis, so wouldn't they see? They would, yeah. Anything? Yeah, well, true. Lavis, you notice that one of the, uh, another one of those statues has moved next to you. Knew that was happening. You didn't notice it, it wasn't previously. the bigger one. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, that one. would be bad. It's not the bigger <laughs> one. Um, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna roll for. I'm gonna go ahead and roll for Dreef and Graza just so they'll be piloted. But uh, let me figure out what's what's. Let me pull up their character sheets because that's more information I have to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go over there. Uh, all right. They'll go together. So I'll, I'll have them go ahead and take their turn in a second. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, Theod and Lavis, these two. Uh, so the statues no longer look like statues. Where the arms. Where, like so, the statues have previously been standing like in, in, with their swords out in front of them, like in the in the typical armored statue pose, like sword point down and everything. The the arms have now separated out, and you notice that the sword is actually part of the right arm, like it's 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 actually more fleshy than it than, than stone now. Like the arm had just been extended down into the sword; it was never a separate piece. Um, and they're they're sort of at a wide stance. They look very weird because the legs and arms are way more gangly than you'd expect them to be. Uh, again, they're not quite right, but they still look mostly like statues. They're just moving more wildly now, um, and they both swing at you with their sword arms. Uh, Theod, what's your AC? Uh, well, I have finally crafted half plate. What does that mean? 
Does that add plate. anything? Okay, so it's just regular half plate, then half I think 15. All right. And Lavis, what's your AC? It's 16. All right, Lavis, you managed to dodge out of the way as the sword arm crashes into the ground next to you, uh, doing a lot more damage to the ground than it looks like it should because it's all fleshy. Uh, Theod, you get smacked hard with it. As can you take... You take six points of damage and are currently grappled by as the sword arm hits you in the side and wraps around. So you are currently grappled by the mimic. Uh, Alright. It is now... I'm going to go ahead and let Drifa go now. because Drifa and Graza go because they didn't get their chance previously. Uh, Drifa and Graza. Graza ignites her uh, blade and transforms. Meaning that she ends up staying back there. Uh, actually, no, because igniting the bonus action isn't. So, and then moves forward. Drifa moves forward and attack and goes into a rage and attacks. Um, Drifa does damage. Drifa rolls to hit. Drifa. <laughs> so, no, 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 Drifa. Lavis, make a dexterity save. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. As as Drifa comes swinging in at the mimic, the arm that it, the arm that she was swinging at whips back out of the way and leaving nothing but Lavis in the way. But fortunately, Lavis manages to get get her shield up, or get his shield up, and and sort of deflect the axe to the ground. Uh, Drifa unapologetically lifts the axe and go and you know prepares to attack the uh, the mimic again. Um, all right, Theod. Oh, sorry, the other Mimic's out. Now, the Mimic that is currently stuck to two people uh, is not feeling well, but is kind of cornered, so begins to chomp on Fakir. So reaches down with, with one of his gangly arms, picks Fakir higher up, so you're now facing straight up, and flops you over into its Can ground. I use protection on Fakir, or no? No, because it is grappled currently. There's no way for you to get the shield between the Maw and Fakir. Alright. He's ten feet up in the air and flopping down onto a person he's grappled into. I'm sorry, man. Hazards of the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your AC for care? Fourteen. Alright, so he flops you down and you manage to you manage to like like bundle up and hit the tongue rather than the teeth. Mm -hmm. And so okay. it, it's like slobbering all over you, but you're you're fighting to stay on the tongue and not get bit. Okay. Am I still grappled? Yeah, you're still grappled. Okay. You can try to break it on your turn, but it's stuck to you. Uh, the other one reaches over towards Karis and swings uh, and swings a gangly limb. Karis, what's your AC? 20. Alright, you dodge out of the way as the arm slams into the ground beside you. Now, it is the odds turn. Okay. So, gonna try to break the grapple. All right, make, um, a, make a strength check at disadvantage. Strength check. Yeah, strength. Is it might? No, it's just yeah. Strength. Is it athletics a or a check? Athletics. Okay. Athletics. Yeah. Disadvantage. Yep. Sorry, I have the my character screen window really small so that I can see the whole map. <laughs> I have. 
multiple monitors for just that reason. <laughs> well, I have a laptop and no multiple monitors. Hmm. So that feeling. So yeah, no, I would have gotten it if I didn't have a disadvantage. Uh, uh, yeah, no, you do not break it. Okay, so you, then you I'm actually just gonna... wouldn't have broken it even with even with disadvantage. Oh. Awesome. Right. You are still grappled. Uh, then I'm just gonna pull out my broadsword and uh, use my bonus action to activate the right. So that goes down to twenty-two. Uh, and then since it's grappled, do I, can I just like shank it with my broadsword? You, you, used, the... you, you used your used your. I'll say you used your move action to, to try to break the grapple. So yeah, go ahead and get an attack in. Okay. I'll say you use a move action to break the grapple. Try right. it. Oh, why is it still at disadvantage? Because you have Oops. it toggled. Yep. Sorry. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Twenty-one was the other one. Oh, all right. Just, just roll it flat. Yeah, you hit. Okay. They're not hard to hit. Okay, so I'm using both my hands to jam this thing in there. All right. Uh, so uh, I get to re-roll that one. Okay. So one, two, four. So instead, it's eight, uh, 11 total. All right. You stab into it. Uh, make me a strength check to pull the blade back out. Athletics again. You do not. You this. The, your sword is stuck. Okay. So you you whip the sword out and stab it down into this into the suit of armor that's holding you, and you hear this sound as you stab through it. The blade comes out the other end of it, uh, and then you try to yank back out, and it's holding firm inside the minic. Okay. Once I realize that, I have an idea now. <laughs> All right. It is now uh, top of the round. Karis, your turn. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't want to get my weapon stuck, but I don't want Fakir to get eaten by this thing. Um, I'm just going to take another swing at it. Right, Hopefully it'll die. You missed. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled one higher than last time. <laughs> yep. I you will miss. not. Yeah. You're coming at it very cautiously, trying to make sure your weapon doesn't get stuck. Yeah. It's not getting stuck. Hey, this is a brand new upgraded weapon. I'm, I'm like, no, I don't want to get this dirty right away. <laughs> um, I guess I'll end. Right. Yeah. Nerali. All right. I'm already stuck. It's hurt. I'm going to keep snacking at it. All right. Make your attacks all unarmed. 21. Nice. That hits. Five damage. Mm-hmm. Key point for two more. That misses. Nine Eight. misses. That hit. Ooh. Critical hits, though. Ooh. And at 
It also adds 15. double the stat, so add what is the stat that it's adding? Uh, dex. So, so another three to that. So eighteen total. Fifteen, eighteen total. All right. So you flip, you spin upside down, and deliver a massive, like almost like a, like a moonsault kick. Uh, to the to the mimic, and your foot splashes through the top of it, and as it connects, the mimic sort of melts away, uh, leaving you know collapsing to the ground and leaving and dislodging you, Fakir, and all the weapons stuck in. I'm gonna <laughs> grab my staff, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna Fakir, kick the uh, iron staff up to him Fakir, so he can grab it. Fakir, you hit the ground. Okay. There's a loud thunk as Fakir falls face first into the muck that was the mimic. And then I will, for my movement... <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> 40 will get me... So moving around this one so he doesn't get a, get a shot at me. Get over to... There's 40 there. Okay. So I can go help out Theod. Alright, you run to help Theod, who is currently grappled and stuck. Uh, Arn. Um, I've got my staff back. You do. There's a mimic next to Karis. There's a mimic next to Lavis, Trifa, and uh, and Graza. And there's a mimic holding Theod. Theod is not worried. <laughs> yeah, they're just cuddling. Yeah. I went to high school with this guy. <laughs> Well, I can't hit them with my staff twice because I just lose it automatically after the first hit. Mm-hmm. If you hit. So I may as well just hurl things at it. All right. Um, let's hurl a javelin at... I'm probably too far away to hurl one fat guy, aren't I? Yeah. I'd be a disadvantage. Although you know you do have a you do have a line between two mimics. Yes I do. But it's only once per day. <laughs> and uh this person is also in that line. I mean you know. Only a little. Small only casualties. A, only slightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just my armor, okay? It's not like... Mm. This armor, it's only metal, right? Yeah. Metal reflects metal. lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Most that's metals that's... are immune to electricity, yes. That's how that works, right? I'm sure it is. <laughs> I did okay, well yeah, in that's science. Not, that's not how that works. Uh, let's, let's hurl a javelin at this dude. All right. Since he's sitting there being all like, hurl a javelin at me, bro. Right. <laughs> oh, you have the bloodletting javelins, don't you? Yes. Yeah, you crit. Why do I have a five showing? <laughs> I don't know why I chose a five. I'm glad I got the only one. Like, <laughs> my so dice says 19. Yeah. My green is a 25. Five. It's rolling for intelligence. 19 plus 4 plus 2, it's 25 for some reason. It didn't yeah, I know, because the, the notation, it has 19 to 20, but the dash means it's subtracting the 20 before it adds the 4 and the 2. Oh. 
So it's showing the red. Yeah. Let, me, let me look at your weapon here. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got that. I, I see the problem. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a have, math thing. Do you, have, do you have 19 minus 20 on your crit range? Yeah, I've got crit range 19. Okay, that should be it then. Yeah, That's all I've got it. written down. It's a formula glitch. <laughs> I think I think whatever's whatever's messing with the character sheets is also messing with that. But we'll anyway, regardless, we saw you roll a, a nineteen. That's yeah. a crit. That's a crit. Roll damage and add your strength to it twice. There we go. Another fourteen damage. All right, you you and this. Mostly metal and barbed, hooked javelin launches past Karis and Fakir up into the air because, it, again, it is ten feet tall uh, and skewer through this mimic uh, as it sta as it stands up and is trying to hit Fakir. It sort of rocks back a little bit from the below and then writes itself. <clears throat> and I'm going to go ahead and inspire uh, poor trapped Theod over here. All right, Theod, uh, how are you inspiring him? Um, I'm going to hurl the javelin and uh, give a mighty, a, a good drum beat. All right. Theod, what about some orcish tunes? You are feeling inspired. Some orcish tunes? What do those sound like? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop some orcish beats, yo. <laughs> I don't think he knows any orcish songs. He's, ma he's so. making like a very vaguely Arabic sound on the drums. <laughs> <clears throat> no, he's a bard. He knows what orc orcish music sounds like. Um, Orcs and drums are good friends. Alright. Uh, so, Theod, you have a, was it D6? Inspiration die? Alright. Uh, and uh, Trifa's, Trifa and Graza's turn. They're going to wail on the statue next to Lavis. Uh, boom. To hit. That's gonna hit. And uh, bonus attack because uh, she's really uh, f she has uh, frenzy, so she gets another attack on that. And both I uh, rolled a 19 twice. All right, so Drifa wails on this guy and then has to make a dex check to not lose weapon. Dexterity. Uh, so Drifa is Drifa <laughs> smacks into the mimic, but as the second blow lands, the mimic lashes out and wraps an arm around her. Drifa is grappled by the mimic. Graza <clears throat> makes attacks. If I can find Graza's character sheet. Why do I have Lavis's character sheet open? I don't know. Because I was having that weird issue uh, earlier. That's right. Alright. Boom. Alright, sorry, that's the wrong one actually, because it's I mean same to hit, but uh hits. The damage is this one, so roll that one. Alright. And then makes a deck save. Well, Graza gets stuck as well. Actually, no, Graza doesn't, because no, it's fine. So, boom. Uh, Graza, Graza manages to stab the blade into the mimic and then let go quick enough to not get caught. Uh, 
Um, dealing a good amount of damage to it, though. All right. It is now Lavis's turn. All right. Quick clarification. Yes. If I move but remain in melee, the attacks of opportunity don't happen? Correct. Okay. I'm so gonna... you have this. You have this. Uh, you know this yeah. amount of area. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna move here, theoretically flanking. Okay. Yeah, you are flanking with Graza. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna try and stab the thing because that's been working so well for what everyone. Are you, what, are, what are you using? Uh, the. Spear, spear, not the javelin. Right. Stab with spear. Yep. You hit it. Yay, I hit something. Hit it. Was that with advantage or no? I mean, well. you do oh, have advantage. No. You do have advantage. Would... Roll again to see if you crit. Yeah. Nope. You, yeah, you hit, though. Roll damage. Yeah. You deal six damage to it. Make a dexterity save. <laughs> Yeah. Lavis in his plate armor. I don't. I don't think Lavis is wearing plate armor. I think Karis is. Nope. I'm oh, not Karis wearing plate armor. Yeah, I'm wearing uh, plate armor. Lavis sometimes do, but no. Lavis, uh, you you jump away so you do not get stuck. Your spear is stuck inside the spear rack, though. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, care. All right. You're on uh, your back, or you're on your face, actually. <laughs> So I'll use half my move action to stand up, claw the slime out of my eyes, throw it to the ground with a curse, and then transfer my hex to this guy. It's more mucusy than slime. Oh, okay. oh, that's even worse. Yeah. yeah. It's like crusty in your face now. And it's like you lost charge. the game of double Another charge off the wand. How many charges? Just one. Just one charge. I can maximize my damage output. Alright. So you whip the wand out and three magic missiles race out, dealing ten damage to the mimic. Terrible roll. Three ones. Right. Now it's the mimic's turns. So mimic uh, mimic number one around Theod uh, lifts him up and the helmet of the statue just, just rips open. Uh, where no, where it shouldn't be able to rip open, but it does. It's like in the middle of the visor. Uh, rips open helmet. to reveal a toothy maw and, jar, and giant lolling tongue and slaps you in there. What's your AC? 15. Alright, again, you manage to put the tongue between you and the teeth and, and wiggle around, tr- keeping it from actually biting down on you. Nice. That's uh, why I held onto my sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leverage. And the other one uh, has Drifa currently uh, currently uh, grappled, so does the same thing to Drifa. Again, the helmet cracks open at a place where, like in the middle of the visor, teeth and tongue come lolling out. And Drifa gets slapped up into the mall. And Drifa's AC is not high enough. Drifa gets bit. Mm. 
Dreva takes six points of damage as the Toothy Maw chomps down. I don't think Dreva's health has been updated. Oh no, it was. I updated it. Wait, no, I didn't. Yeah, Dreva's health needs to be updated again. There we go. Oh no, that's Graza. Hang on. Wrong person. No, Dreva's health was updated. Okay, uh, yeah, so Drifa got bit for six points of damage, and the other mimic next to Karis makes an attack on Karis, who's right next to him. What's your AC, Karis? 20. Misses. Alright, Theod, you are in the maw of this mimic. Am I in the maw, or was I just holding it, like, moving its mouth around with the top of the sword? No, you are. It's, like, trying to shove you down its gullet. Okay. So I can't grab the sword that's sticking out of the top of its head. The sword's, like, it's sort of in its chest. You're, like, in, in the mouth, but you can you can grab at it, yeah. I wanted you're, the handle you're, part. you're still grappled. You have, you, get, you have some use of your arms. Okay. But I can't grab the handle of the sword. Yeah, you can. Okay, so then I want to do that. I want to do that and just like wrench it back and forth to try to cut this thing, you know. Right. Make an attack roll with. Uh... Yeah, just make an attack roll. Bummer. Well, wouldn't it already hit since it's inside? Not necessarily. You have to get enough force to actually do damage to it. Okay. Okay, so broadsword, right? Yeah, you you managed to. Slide it back and forth a little bit, doing some damage, roll damage. Eleven again. Right. It's still the sword is still stuck in the mimic, but you're wiggling it back and forth and ripping and tearing a little, as much as you can. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Oh, sorry, top of the round, Karis. As a bonus action, I'm going to move my hunter's mark onto this guy. Okay. And I'm going to be so mad if I roll a 10 on this attack. <laughs> oh no, it's a 12. You hit. Wow. Yay. So, let me just get the hunter's mark out of the way. Oops. There we go. Well, that's 13 total, one radiant. All right. So you smash it with the, uh, with the, uh, now make a dexterity save. All right. You smash it with your, with your glowing divine sword, uh, and it digs through the chest-like body of the mimic, uh, getting stuck about halfway, and then you jump backwards as it tries to grab you, leaving your sword impaling it, but not grabbed yourself. All right, I'm not moving. I'm done. Nerali. All right, I'm going to the one that has Theod. Uh, I focus my inner light and fire off my radiant sunbolt attack. Okay. Kamehameha. <laughs> you hit. Uh, yeah, I think that hits. Seven radiant. And then key point for two more. Okay. Sunbolts or hits? That hits. Uh, 
They're okay. attacks, so. No. I just see this as a spirit gun going off yeah. over and over again. Alright. Hit, hit, hit. Pow, pow, pow. 20 damage total. Yep. Blast it. Boom, boom, boom. It's still standing. Alright. It's hard, it's hard to tell how injured the mimics are because they're so wibbly. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Aaron. Um... This javelin hurl, javelin hurling business seems pretty good. I'm not sure if psychic powers are really going to affect this all these guys all much. You don't know. I mean, do you have bark knowledge? There is no bark knowledge. No. Uh, I have jack of all trades. Yeah, jack of all trades. Like you can make a nature check if you want to find out. If you want to find out more about the mimic. Sure. For the giggles. Uh, some mimics are intelligent enough that it would affect, but most aren't. That's what I figured. Check a javelin at this guy again, since it seems to be working effectively, and I've got several javelins. Alright, no javelin. Another crit! <laughs> All right. really I think you found your chosen weapon. Two crits in a row. That's unheard of for you, Austin. Three. I crit with my staff. Oh, three crits. Well, not in a row, though, because you had other attacks between, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, We've only had three rounds. Well, three crits in a row. Yeah, that's unheard of for you. You've never done that before in your life. Hey, don't roll crits ever. I'll three in a row. This is worth a ballad. It is. It's All right, a ballad. Don't worry. Again, with, with, with the mighty force of that dragonborn arm, you launch this javelin into the side of that mimic. Again, knocking it off balance. And then it writes itself. Mm. All right. Drifa and... Uh, so Drifa tries to wrench herself free. Uh, is advantage, because strength checks. Uh, disadvantage, because stuck. So just regular. Yep. Da-da-da-da. Well, let's see if it makes it. <laughs> nope. Uh, Drifa, uh, with, a, with, a, with a mighty display of strength, bursts herself free, ripping her axe free at the same time because they were both stuck together, and landing on the ground uh, outside, uh, uh, next, to the, uh, next to the mimic, and proceeds to attack again. Still in rage mode. Hitting and critting. Yeah. Nice. This um, is going to be nice. Strength is two, so additional two to that. All right, so she wails on it, getting her axe stuck again, but dexterity, managing to keep herself free. Graza comes in behind and attacks. Uh, Graza pulls out her rifle 
And pulls out her other sword, actually, the silver long sword. Uh, and strikes at it. Uh, so Graza reaches to pull out the, the, the her other longsword and tries to swing and pull at the same time and flings the longsword across the room, missing the mimic. Wow. Straight toward Karis? No, oh, just, just off in the okay. floor. <laughs> oh, God. No. It's not looking at straight lines here. I'm going. Really, the straight line would be at Lavis, at Lavis no. but Lavis is lower than... Oh, Lavis, uh, is, uh, Lavis is short. Lavis is too so. short. Lives is too short. It goes overhead. Flings across the room. Uh, ting, 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 ting. Scuttle, scuttling off into the darkness beyond. Uh, Lavis, it's your turn. Damn it, that thing's still you, alive. Um, Drifa, Drifa, like, ripped an arm off of this thing as, it, as okay. she broke free. The arm grew back, but it's still, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try and... Actually... I'm gonna cast spiritual weapon because I can do that. Okay. Ah, uh, that won't get stuck. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's it's not made of thing. It's made of willpower. It's made of so. It's 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 still a corporeal <laughs> weapon, though. Oh. It has a corporeal well, form. But it has some level of thinking. <laughs> it can move. Let's find out. All right, so, you, cast, you, can, you cast. What, what, what sort of weapon? What sort of weapon do you come? Do you call forth? A spear, because Lavis is not very creative. All right, a, ma a magical <laughs> spear <laughs> appears, hovering in the air next to you. And it's a bonus to cast, so I can't use it this turn. I think you can. You can use your action to make it attack if you want. Okay. Um. Yes, that thing attacks. All right. Make and it. theoretically, it can move, so Make the attack if that matters. Um, Remember, you guys can move, and you can get stopped, too. You hit. Roll damage. Yep. All right. The, uh, the holy divine spear blasts through the mimic, and as it does, the radiant light dissolves the mimic, dropping whatever is stuck to yeah. it. Which would be one of Graza's swords. <laughs> Lavis for the kill. Yay! I killed something. All right, nice. Fakir. Uh, another charge, and right. yeah, yeah, we'll just go with that. Roll damage. Although I think your minimum kills it. What's the minimum damage on that? Is six, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you only have to roll damage. You blast it. You. Really good damage. And it just rips it apart, dropping Karos' sword and the two javelins that are in it. All right, the one that's left, uh, still holding Theod, tries to eat him. Bring it full. Uh, succeeds in. Uh, so it, it manages to whip the tongue out from underneath you and chomps down hard on you. Dude, this is a crap work taste like. I imagine it's like really gamey. So you, uh, you only, you, Jesus Christ. 
Uh, you take five points of damage. One from the teeth, three from the bonus, and one point of acid damage. <laughs> okay, so only... I rolled 2d8 and rolled one and one. Awesome. <laughs> That's impressive. That's what we like to see. Mm-hmm. Better than, I mean, worse than Drifa when I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> Damage rolls. Not good. All right, Theod, your turn. All right, I'm going to keep wiggling away, trying right. to saw this thing in half from the inside. Make attack. Okay, so since I'm inside it now, do I have advantage? No. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, and shit. you miss. You don't. You're not, you're not able to get a good grip on the sword, and you're covered in acidic saliva, so it's like slippery now. All right. Can I do anything else with a bonus action? No, nothing. Right. I don't think I can. All right. Also, you're going a little robotic on our end. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, Karis, your turn. Okay, I'm gonna use a bonus action to move my hunter's mark on this guy. Okay. Not gonna pick up my sword. I'm just gonna hurl a javelin at him. One of your javelins, or one of the ones on the ground next to you? One of the critical javelins. One, of, yeah, one of the javelins on the ground. Squeeze out, scoop up one of Orange's javelins, and fling it. Make the attack. Oh, nice! You hit. Roll damage. I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And that's a yeah, that's an additional no, that's not that's not right. Just the nine. Uh, I also do an additional one D six. Oh, so roll yeah. Yeah, so it's tw- twelve. Alright. Alright, so this javelin goes through the side of the mimic and you see it like inches away from your face, the odd as it <laughs> runs through. It's still alive, though. Wow. Nerali. All right. Um, Yeah, repeat. Last round. Miss. Uh, So what happens when you critically fail that? Um, Supernovas like Superman. I mean, you're you're aiming at the mimic. You might accidentally hit the up. Nikolai, that was the first thing I thought. Um, Go ahead and uh, roll damage. Yeah. Sorry. Theod, you take five points of radiant damage yeah. as this Kamehameha wave smashes you in the side. And Keystrike could do get two more shots. That one hits. Alright. And how do you want to do this? Alright. <laughs> so after the first one fires off, and I hear not the mimics make a noise of pain, but probably Theon. Um, I decided to change position, go up and do sort of a bouncing off of the stat- the big statue to hit it at a different angle. It's sort of a, a an airbendery like fling of the fling of the. Um, a light energy to hit it right in the uh, whatever a critical point would be for okay. it. Okay, 
Right. So you, uh, you, you fire off the first blast of radiant energy and it hits the yacht and you ooh, sorry. Uh, you, you run to one side, run up the back of, of, of the Falkir statue, jump into the air, flipping and launching one more blast. This one streaking between Theod and the Mimic, striking into the Mimic's gullet, uh, and then blasting out the bottom. The Mimic dissolves, uh, and, and Theod, uh, you know, is dropped to the ground. Oh, that was fucking bright. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So, All right. so, sorry about, you know, All the, the mimics are dead. Ow. And Fakir wanders around the room, making sure that there's none other ones hiding in the corners anywhere. No, all the other statues look like normal statues, and okay. these were all the magic signatures that uh, are incensed. So, all I do besides my sword come out of this mimic. I mean, it melted, so the sword's rarely available. Yeah, I yeah. take my spear back. Yeah, okay. Was there anything else inside there? Not inside them, but in the chests around them, you managed to that find... That was my next look. <laughs> yep. You find uh, a thousand gold points worth of valuables, various trinkets and accessories, some gold pieces, some gems. Alright. From now on, I'm shooting every chest we see. We're looting it. Fikir divides it up into eight equal portions. I don't know. I decline mine as usual. Yeah, Lavis declines too. Thank you, but no. We scrape it into six. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, All right. Karis is not against it. All right. (laughs) So... You are now in a room with a bunch of statues. You have cleaned it out of gold. Um, and there is a... So, uh, the room is fairly large. It looks to be about... Uh, about, nine, you know, little, just under 90 feet across both ways. Oh. Um, and at the far end of the room, from the entrance, there is a hallway leading further down. Uh, could 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 we uh, take a minute to, 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 to sort of get our bearings and relax a bit? Aka, take a short rest. Are you, you're asking to take a short rest. Okay. Yes. If you guys want. In Raleigh voice. I'm gonna stand guard right here and look for bad stuff. Yeah. Um. Right where? Sorry, this, where, where you're gonna... clicking is like way off to the side. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to like scroll. I'm trying to scroll down and, but I am gonna look for some stuff. Make sure nothing comes out this hallway. Okay. Hallway seems. You know, fairly clear right now. Are you making a roll? 167 gold to anybody who's taking one. Fakir, why'd you make an intelligence roll? That was to see if he was math savvy enough to divide it up equally. (laughs) (laughs) How much was it? 168? 167. Right. Uh, Yeah, Karis, you don't see anything down the hall currently. Uh, you hear noises from further in the temple, but that's a bit. Can I identify the noises? Or no, it's, it's, too, it's noise. just echoes. It's like the, okay. vaguest, the vaguest whispers of echoes. All right. So are we all done right. resting? So you all take a short rest, and during which time you, you, you use your hit dies to heal up. However many of you need to. Yeah, I'll do one more. Spell slots back. Yes, the warlock gets the spells back that he didn't use. I get hex back. Oh, no, hex is a level level one. Actually, yeah, no, I'm not going to use that last hit dice. 
I used one of my spell slots. Okay. is going to use a hit dice just because. And don't forget, everybody who's getting hit dice gets an additional 1d6 hit points. Because I'm a bard! Because bards are awesome. So if you use the hit dice twice, then you get 2d6 additional hit points. Uh-huh. You should have thrown some glitter on screen when well, you did that. Actually, it may just be that everybody just gets 1d6 hit points back. I'm not sure. I think, I, I think it actually might just be an extra 1d6 overall. Yeah, I know it's not per hit dice. So then, yeah, I only use one. All right. Song of rest. If any regain hit points at the end of a short rest, they gain an extra 1d6 hit points. Uh, Cody, it sounds like so. If if so, if you use, you have to use a hit die to get it, basically. Yeah, I used one. No, I, no, no, I, was, by I had two, and I used one. Yeah, no, no, no. no I was it. talking to Austin. Um, oh. Your your mic sounds like it's barely pl- like it's not quite fully plugged in. Yeah, it's as far as it can go. Yeah, it's like it's just very staticky and crumbly. Uh, something's happening with my internet, so it's like going Probably. in and out. But yeah, uh, like from what I can see. Uh, Audacity is still working, so. Alright, so it'll sound good to everybody else. That's good. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so you all finish a short rest. Yep. You've healed up. I'm going to head down the hallway first. So. I, I, Lavis is going to try and check for traps, but probably can't keep up with Karis. Karis I mean, Karis already checked it earlier. Uh-huh. I'm going to look for signs. Of, like, is there dust? Is this dusty or is it. And for cares looking for secret passages, traps, or anything else notable. Okay. Make perception checks. Nineteen. Uh, you don't see Crap. any secret passages or traps currently. Okay. I just want to see if there's like a sign that there might yeah, be make more. A, make, a, like make, a per- make a perception check. I'm gonna look uh, down here there real is, quick. There is a fine layer of dust all over. Um it, it it actually tends to recede like the the dust goes there's less and less dust the further in down the hallway you get by the time you get to the stairs there's no dust at all so it's like stuff that's blown in from outside kind yeah. of because mm-hmm. dust requires people to do that. yep <laughs> right. uh, and you get down to you get down and you see a doorway off to the right that leads to a set of stairs going down yeah. Here we go. I head down. Right. You walk down and uh, you walk down these stairs. It is very quiet and echoey as you move. There's no real decoration on the walls. It's also pitch black in here. So, Lavis, I think you have a to- you have a lamp, don't you? I have a lantern out. Yeah, you have um, a lantern out. I set it down when we were fighting, but I haven't turned it off. It's yeah, a so lantern. It up. Yeah. So yeah, you've uh, you have a lantern and you're you're able to see. Therefore, uh, at the bottom of the stairs, there is another hallway that ends in a corner, turns turning left. I'm How often do you want us to be making perception if we're just trying to stay observant the entire time? Yeah. How often do you want to? <laughs> I mean, like I, I I'd be happy to ride that nineteen the rest of the way through here. Probably. So so it, yeah, the, the perception perception <laughs> checks only work for the room for the area that you are currently in and can see. Okay. Therefore, if you move to an area that you cannot see, that you have not seen when you made the perception check, it's no longer effective. You can't right. perception check around the corner. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. I'm gonna look ahead. That was that was my check for for traps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not seeing any traps currently where you're at now. Do I see anything? Fakir was looking, but then somebody showed the lantern in his face. <laughs> uh, as you continue further down the hallway, you come to a small room that looks—it looks like it's a—it's like sort of a square room with a, like a hallway going around a central pillar. Hmm. Check it as well. Fortune favors the bold. From people. Hmm. Pardon, Levis. Eh, I'm I'm having trouble moving the token. It's fine. If you use your arrow keys, it'll move. Oh, okay. Like so. I'll be damned. Yep. Looks like there's two exits. Yep. yep. So as you yes, as you come around, you see that there is a hallway leading north and a room looks like to the right or to the north east to the east. I walk into the room. All right. As you step into the room, you see a table. You see tables with a variety of tools. You see uh, alchemical devices and jars bubbling with liquids. Uh, you see journals, n- journals that have notations on them, and you see various differently colored oozes and 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 and, and liquids and things. I'm going to go okay. checking for no no one no one touch anything. I I yeah. just hold my arms down and say, everyone stop. I touched remember what Fikir's. happened last time. Right, no, Kakeru's trying to evaluate that. Right. Very quick. Karis <laughs> says no one touch anything. Arn, you were the first one in the room. What do you do? I go grab a journal. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so the journals are over here. As you pick up the journal, you you hear a clicking sound. Uh. Excellent. <laughs> And you hear a sound. Make a perception check. I'm so good at those. (laughs) What does my four tell me? You don't notice anything. Everybody else notices a a a pair of orange yellowish sludges pouring from uh, a tube on the wall next to you and behind you. Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 could you could you come come, uh, Arin, come back this way? Get back here maybe? right now. Hang on. Uh, What's wrong? <laughs> I just there's a there's a, oh never mind. Oh, that's fine. Uh, also, um, Theod, make a perception yep. check. Let's see. Nobody's sneaking up on me. Uh, you look up in time to see a black puddle of sludge <laughs> dropping down on top of you. Uh, uh, yeah, you can. You, 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 where are you moving? Backwards. All right, you you dodge backwards behind uh, Graza and Drifa as a mound of black viscous liquid drops to the ground uh, where you were standing moments ago. Oh, fun. Shall we reroll initiative? Okay. We shall. I definitely don't want to ride that five. We <laughs> got last round. <laughs> Wait, let, no. let me find black puddings. Oh my god. Karis <laughs> is on point. Yes, with my zero dex modifier. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, man. Don't feel I, too bad. Don't feel too I've bad. I've got a book. 
Oozes, oozes do not have really great initiative rolls. But I've got a book. Yes, but they probably get more than a seven. We got some initiative rolls, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're covering the whole board. I just realized I'm at the top half of initiative with my eight. <laughs> yes, you are. None of my spells can really help me here. <laughs> can I roll knowledge nature again to assume that these things are mindless? Sure. Right, you don't even know they're there, though. Oh, I, yeah. That would, that would explain the knowledge nature roll. Uh, sure. You have no idea. Uh, this is an interesting book. <laughs> can Fakir determine anything about their vulnerabilities or weaknesses with a 20 nature? Fire. Uh, okay, I want so, to know if he knows it, though. I know it, sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just assuming lightning things on fire is always good. So you 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 know that uh, sludges like the the yellow ones typically slashing, cutting them doesn't do you favors. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna assume the same thing about the big black one too. Okay. Cutting them probably doesn't do you any favors. Alright. I would know that just from being a monster hunter, though, right? Not necessarily. Make a, uh, you can make a na- nature check, too. We'll have Graza make a nature check, too, because. Has no idea. Uh. Graza has no idea. She's never seen this before. Uh, you've never seen this before either, uh, Theod. Um, but you can make basic assumptions about the viscosity of the creature in front of you. Yeah. And that being, if it, if it, you know, if it gets cut, it would probably split. Yeah. Um, Good thing that's all I got. Yep. Mm. All right, Karis, it's your turn. Yeah. You act for everybody else. Huh. There's a so you you see these two orangish yellow sli- uh, slimes sort of oozing out around Arn either side of him. Arn who doesn't who doesn't notice this. Uh, and then you hear it as this black as this large black slime appears in the doorway, blocking you off from the four people who are still in the hallway. I am going to go, considering I think Aaron might be in more in more danger than the, these two, because, yeah, I'm going to go run over a little bit closer to him. Okay. So, two, let me see how... Two. Okay, I'm going to take a... I'm going to run over here, but I'm going to move diagonally here and then uh, you can't try to get there's a shelf in your way. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'll just book it right, over you're gonna to run, You're going to run past the uh, the first one? Yeah. All right. It gets an attack opportunity on you as you go past. Do 
do do. So as you run past the uh, the yellow, the ochre jelly lashes out at you with a pseudopod. Mm. Uh, Tracy, it misses. Doesn't matter. Oh, it's on. Yeah. So it, 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 it tries to ooze after you, but it's it's only just now aware that there are things to kill anyways, so um, mm. you, you dodge out of the way as, as, it, as it tries to get at you. Yeah, I don't know anything about slime because I'm used to fighting unholy shit and people, so I am going to take my sword. Hunters mark this one okay. as a bonus action. And I am going to make my attack. All right, make your attack. All right, you hit. Nice. All right. Uh, so you slash it with your with your blade, and as you do, you feel the slime parting at the edge. And you rip your sword all the way through it, and as you do, you realize that the part of it you cut off is still moving. So, seven slashing, one radiant, and five from Hunter's Mark. Fun. So So if it splits, does my Hunter, does my Hunter's Mark apply to both of them? Uh, no, your Hunter's Mark does not. Your Hunter's Mark actually dissolves because it's no longer the same target. Oh, fuck. Well, that's my turn. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it is now the Black Pudding's turn. And it has a wide variety of targets for it. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it's gonna go after... Da, 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 da. It has a cho- it has four options. Alright, Fakir, a, a black tendril lashes out at you. Are you wearing any armor, by the way? I've got leather armor. Okay. What's your AC? 14. It hits. Uh, as it hits you, you see that the, the black ooze that it leaves a trail across your chest begins to dissolve your armor. You have a minus one to your AC. Ooh. Lots of lots more elvish swearing. <laughs> Language. I agree. Lavis, uh, Lavis that, just It's a reflex for Lavis, isn't it? <laughs> yep. What's that make your AC, by the way? Uh, that would put me at 13. Uh, deal seven points of damage, seven points of bludgeoning damage, and fifteen points of acid damage to you. Fifteen? Yes. Oh. Yes. Seven bludgeoning, fifteen acid. All right then. All right. It is now Fiat's turn. Okay, so knowing that cutting isn't going to do a whole lot, I'm going to pull my heavy crossbow off my back and shoot this thing. All right. Uh, the black pudding. 
Alright. Um, it hits. Awesome. Alright, you just... So the bolt sticks into the uh, pudding and stays there. Yep. And, yeah, I'm just going to reload and wait for my next turn. Alright, Arn. It's now your turn. Um, you suddenly you suddenly are aware that there are viscous oozes around you. Where did those come from? <laughs> no matter. Charge. Don't do don't do anything stupid. Again. Okay. When have I ever done something stupid? Just now. I'm going to quarterstaff. Okay. This one in the in the I was going to say the face, but I don't think it has one. No, it really doesn't. I'm going to in the pseudopod. Okay. Quarterstaff in the pseudopod. You hit it. All right. It takes five bludgeoning damage. You hit it. Bonus action to hit it with the back, back end. Sure. Hit. It takes another six. Alright. You quack and then whack. That's my turn. Alright. It is now Fakir's turn. Okay, let's see here. Just so the audience knows, by the way, the, the current initiative scores are 20, Karis, 16, the Black Pudding, uh, 12, Theod, 8, Arin, 7, Fakir, 6, the Yellow Ochres, 5, Theod, 5, Lavis, 4, Norelli. I have two initiatives, apparently. I'm guessing one is Graza. Oh, wait. Yeah. I don't know why you have a... Th- wait. What did you roll? 12. Mm-hmm. I had 5 last initiative. I must have had you selected when I rolled Graza's initiative. Yeah, that's five is Graza and Driva. Good thing I knew what I rolled. Aha. Where is Lavis right now? Uh, next to next to Graza. Right there? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And if I move out of its melee range, it's attack of opportunity, right? Yep. Is there any sort of... There's a disengage, though, where I can just drop back, like, five feet, right? You can use disengage to eliminate the attack of opportunity, but it's it's your action for the turn. But it's my action for the turn. Yeah. Which I don't want. Okay. All right. We are going to use a bonus action, drink a healing potion. All right. Which is 2d4 plus 4, right? Yep. Healing 10. Okay. We're going to use our... Can can I forego my move in order to do another bonus action, or is that not a, not a thing? Uh, no. Okay. All right. In that case, we are just going to try and cast Witch Bolt on this thing. All right. Damn it. You hit it. I hit it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I think hitting these things is going to be a problem. You are grossly overestimating the amount of AC oozes have. <laughs> okay. A black. Uh, the, just to give you. 
because it's not going to matter. The Black Pudding's AC is seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only reason it got a sixteen and it has a minus three dex. Dex. <laughs> right. Wow. All right. I rolled a nineteen for it to get a sixteen. <laughs> so it takes eleven damage. All right. Um. Well, you think it's 11 damage. It's lightning damage? Yep. So, if that matters at all. Mm -hmm. So, the, the Witch Bolt gets it and dances across the surface of the ooze. You don't see mm -hmm. any noticeable reaction from it. Okay. Mm. Alright. Uh, it is now the Ochre Jelly's turn. So, the big one comes it slides up behind uh, Karis and Arn. Attack of opportunity. You have reach? No, but whenever it enters my threatened area now because of polearm mastery, uh -huh. I get to whack it. Did I say quarterstaffs count as polearms? They, they're listed. Are they? Oh, well, then you're good. Never mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember you. you, you no, the Lucerne Hammer is what you were asking me about. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would also say does. No, I was asking if it counted when it was one-handed, and you said yes. That, that's right, that's right, yeah. All right. Um, and I'm pretty sure I hit it. Yeah, you hit it. <laughs> For eight. All right. Pop it. You pop it in the head. It has a head now? I mean, like the, the, the top of the mass. Okay. You hit it in its membrane. You hit it in the membrane. And then there are there's one attack on Karis and two attacks on Arn. Come at me, bro. I will use protection on one of those attacks on Arn. Okay. So one has disadvantage on his attack. All right. What's your AC, Arn? Uh, Seventeen. All right. That one misses. Uh, the second one hits you though. And Karis, you get hit. Wow. Unless your AC is higher than 20. No. Yeah. Alright, uh, so you both take some damage. Aaron, you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. And 5 points of acid damage. Karis, you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Haha, <laughs> is that the best you've got? I've and, gotten worse injuries falling out of bed. And two points of acid damage. Everyone can roll an insight check against Austin if you want to know if he's lying or not. <laughs> Definitely want to know. Uh, no, as far as you all know, he's telling the truth. He is, <laughs> he is feeling fine. Yep, he's feeling fine. I'm very concerned, then, if no. he's gotten worse injuries falling out of bed. How tall is your bed, sir? The oozes don't care. <laughs> they are of course they don't. They are unintelligent. All right, uh, Graza. I'm sorry, no. Uh, yeah, it's now Graza's turn. So Graza, ha since nobody has yelled out, don't slash them yet, uh, Graza's <laughs> going to attack the black pudding with her sword. Yeah. Wouldn't she be the one to yell out, don't slash nope. them? Graza, no, because, Graza did not. Yeah. Graza's never fought jellies before and didn't mm -hmm. roll high enough on a nature check to, to know. 
Nah, it's based on letting everybody else know, so continue about your business. What was that? <laughs> I said, and I forgot to let everybody else know, so continue about your business. I, I assume it's he's, he's, still, he's still trying to figure out how these things work. <laughs> uh, what's the... Let me just go ahead and sleep. Well, I think Karis figured it out the hard way. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Thankfully, most of our weapons are bludgeoning. Yeah. And why is this not rolling? Oh, there it goes. All right, uh, yeah. Graza hits it. Man, it's almost like a black ooze is the worst enemy for you guys because all the lightning damage. I do radiant, so I just have to hit it. I do radiant. Melee weapon. Radiant. All right, uh, yeah, so Graza slashes the ooze, and as she does, it separates from the blade slash and plops out into a second one. <sighs> It is, however, now smaller. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to divide 78 by 2. Um, 39. 39? Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at math. No one is. This is true. All right. Uh, Graza suddenly realizes her mistake, as Drifa can't reach to do anything. Wait, does Drifa have javelins? Yeah. Yes. Dreef is going to throw a javelin. Was going to rage and then throw a javelin. <laughs> it, hit. it hits and throw another one. Both hit. Does Dreef have the Orcus javelins? Uh, it doesn't matter because no. Noise. All right. Boom and boom. Plus an extra four because raging. Uh, so, 14. Not bad. Gonna hit that one. So, two javelins. Thunk, thunk. St stick into the black pudding on the right. And it is now Lavis' turn. Alright. Everybody stop cutting the things! It doesn't <laughs> seem to work. And... A little late for that. Yeah, I'm gonna use a healing word on Aaron. Yeah, I'm well within range. I think Fakir's hurt more. And you're, oh, convinc really? you're convinced Aaron is fine. Yeah, uh, so... Fakir, right. 12 out of 24. I, on Fakir, then. Um, I thought Fakir took a potion. Alright. Um, yeah, he was at 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black puddings don't mess around. No, they don't. That acid is nasty. So, that would have put me under. Except not, because I'm a half-orc. Mm. Alright, ah. so healing word. You call upon the divine power of your chosen deity and heal for care for a number of points. 1d4 plus... You're only casting at level 1? First level? Yeah. Right. Um, or no, level two. So 2d4 plus your caster level. Was two yep. level seven, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, seven. Because your thing. It's it's slightly more because I have the Life domain, yeah. other thing. Yeah. So 2d4 plus seven. Uh, you heal for another twelve, Fakir. All right. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> 
All right. And that's my bonus, so I can still do an action, right? Yes, you can. All right, I'm going to sacred flame this big one back here. All right. Is it close enough for you? Yeah, it's got a 60-foot range. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, you get it. You get the big one. Uh, so it makes a dex check. Let me tell you how much dex they have. Minus two. Minus two. Yeah. Uh, Giant slime balls. What's the what's what's the uh, what's the DC? It is uh, hard to see. It's Fourteen. All right. Yeah. It it hits. Roll damage. Yay. I really don't like the current issue with my chart. Uh, I'm not sure what's up with hard to read. All right. Uh, take six damages. So the radiant fire comes down the, on the one at the far end. Um, yeah. And you hear sound as it gets hit with this radiant fire. That heard it. Yay. All right. Nurali. All right. Spinning around to go after these puddings, which conveniently cutting them in half made them more than five feet away from me so I can do serene spell attacks at non disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) That worked out well. So a radiant sunbolt. It hits. All right. And it's on the, the, the... The one with javelins in it? Yes. Uh, there's four. All right. Fire off two more. You need to make the sound of Kinshiro from... Uh, yeah, that hits. From uh, <laughs> Fist of the North Star. Like that. <laughs> Another seven. And a crit. Yeah. And there's... And it's double your attribute modifier. Yeah. Is Is that two, I guess? So it's another four? Oh, it should be... Yeah. Should be three, I think, actually. I didn't bump that one up. All right, so it should be be six plus eight plus six. Yes. Should be four plus two plus six. Yeah. Oh, so four. six, uh, twelve. Wait, eighteen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you blast apart that black pudding. Nice. It just disintegrates and sludges off. And then I'm gonna move off this table that I just realized I'm on. <laughs> Standing on <above> the table. <laughs> and right there. All right. Not far. All right. Uh, top of the round, Karis. Okay. Getting rid of the sword for a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I will stab if this thing here. All right. Bring your attack. Oh, that nice. Hits. Critical hit. 11 damage. Oh, no. Uh, not 11. Um, plus 14. Yeah. Additional amount of your strength. So, yeah. 14, 14 piercing. All right, you stab the uh, ochre jelly with it. And it is still there, isn't it? Yep, it is. And I hate this fight. Stupid <laughs> dragonborn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he really says stupid dragonborn. <laughs> the, uh, the black pudding uh, turns around and lashes at uh, Lavis, because it's the closest one to it. Yep. Now, what's your AC, Lavis? It is 16. All right. 
It hits you. Okay. You take uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. And 22 points of acid damage. Ooh. And your AC is reduced by one. All right. Oh. An acidic tentral, ten, ten, tentacle uh, blasts you in the chest and uh, leaves sorry. a trail of acid across it. Okay, still healer up. is unconscious, I think. All right, the healer has been knocked out. <laughs> 22 plus 6 is 28, correct? Correct. Yes. Yep. Did well, shit. the black pudding just one hand pimp slapped Lavis to unconsciousness? Halfling down. Halfling down. Alright, it is now Theod's turn. Okay, so I just got or I just saw Lavis get smacked down in front of me. Um, I have to check my inventory real quick because I don't even know if I have a potion on me. I don't uh, That's fun. Drag, drag him out of there. Drag him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're going to give the black pudding an attack of opportunity? Exactly. No, would, well, would that? Because yeah. Lavis isn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess so. It, Moving still a target. Still a yeah, target. Anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Fuck it. I'm going to pull out my great axe, step over Lavis, because. No! <laughs> yeah, I know this is not a good idea, but neither is letting Lavis get hit again. Okay. Uh, You've got a crossbow. I do, but it doesn't do nearly as much damage as... If only, if only you hadn't thrown away that great mole. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of belongs to the people that I don't like, so... Fair. Uh, so I still have it last eight hours, so my right's still going. Okay. So, yeah, but it's not going to take any damage because it's immune to slashing. <laughs> well, no, it's immune. It can just be resistant. Uh, but get, it takes... Oh, yeah, no. Uh, three radiant damage. Well, 17 plus three radiant damage. All right, and as you slash through it, once again, it separates in half. Splitting. Now we can just step on them. It's technically now small, not medium, but... Oh, great, it's my size. Yeah, it's now <laughs> lavis, it is now lavish-sized. We just gotta hit it enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's all I got. Alright. Alright. Uh, it is now Arn's turn. All right. Um, I can finagle my cold breath so I can hit these two oozes and no one else, right? Because I'm betting that they've got some ball and reflex saves. From where you're at right now, you could only hit one of them. Even if it's a cone? Yeah, because remember, it starts on basically on it starts right in front of you. Let me let me let me draw it for you again. You could turn around and get the big one. Or, the, or you know, turn it over and it's boom, 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 boom. It's like it's like it's one or the other for those. 
They're not they're mm-hmm. not positioned correctly for you to do that. For you to hit both of them. If you were able if you were to move if you were to, you know the problem is there's no there's not really well there is a place for you to stand, but it's the other side of that jelly. I mean I could jump on the table, but that's not really a great place to be. Yeah, because there's a bookshelf in the way here, and then you could you could there's enough room for you to stand over here because that shelf is only taking up half the square. Um but it could would, jump on the table there. Yeah, can I jump on the table? Yeah, you can jump up on the table. And that'll and you that, jump on that table, I can't protect you. You jump on yeah, the table, but that, but that that would, yeah, it would provide time up to you, but it would allow you to hit both of those small ones. <clears throat> because at that point, you'd be able to angle it properly. Is, is one of them particularly injured? You can't tell. Like, have we been, have, did Karis and I hit the same one? No. I hit this one last turn and did 14 to it because I crit. He hit and that I one, hit this one, and you hit that one. You haven't been focusing on the same one. I mean, you've been wailing on it, but you have no idea how resilient these things are. Yeah, no, that's fair. And they don't show damage, because they're oozes. <laughs> Step one. Uh, I'm going to Jeremy use Mike. my bonus action. <clears throat> We can get the healer back up. Yay! Okay. I have eight hit points, healer. All right. Uh, you are unconscious. You are now conscious with eight hit points and standing underneath Theod. It doesn't smell nice. <laughs> You're lucky I'm not wearing this shirt. I'm alive. Sweaty half um, does not smell nice. I do a decent amount of damage with my staff, but I'm guessing it'll fail at saving throw against my breath. But my breath is only... Wait, did my breath go up last level? I forgot to check. I think it's fifth, though. Yeah, it's fifth level. It's fifth. Darn. Um, if I can't hit both, my breath really isn't that great of a weapon, so I may as well quarterstaff smack this guy. Okay. Well, because I did 11 damage, Karis did 14. I'll hit Karis's, actually. Okay. Attack. You hit... I can roll a two and still hit. <laughs> Take nine more damage. All right, you splatter the ooze. Nice. Um, there's no real reason to move. All right. Don't you have a bonus attack with the core staff? Uh, I used my bonus action to heal the healer. Uh, that's right, you did. Yeah. All right, Fakir. Alright. Seems like a good idea at the time. The large black pudding is now two smaller black puddings. We're probably we're gonna target this one. Your witch bolt with... is your 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 witch bolt is still active on it, by the way. It's just Yeah, we're it, it didn't do any you can't it didn't tell. do anything perceptible to it, so we're going to just skip that now. Okay. So you drop uh, so the electricity yeah, the we're... electricity on the black pudding dissipates. Okay, so this one is getting hexed. Okay. And we're going to try Eldritch Blast instead. All right, roll the attack. It hits. All right, so 12 points of force and necrotic combo. All right, you blast it, and bits of ooze go flying, but it remains 
in one in, in one form right. and intact. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a move left. Yep. Uh, since I'm not in melee range anymore, I'm going to step back a step. All right. All right. Uh, it is now the ochre jelly's turn. So, Arn, you're getting attacked twice. I'm going to use protection. Disadvantage on one of them. Big one or small one? Big one. Okay. Oh, and yeah, I yell, don't let them split. Then you've got two hitting you instead of one. All right, so the fir the the small the uh, big one misses. Good. And the small one misses. They flail, they flail their pseudopods at you in anger and fail to connect. I feel like, like Karis and I, because we're, we're the two shield wielders in the party, we're just, you know... So, Graza... Graza's feeling kind of useless because Graza doesn't really have many weapons that hurt these things. Uh, Graza... Graza pulls out her... No, because her, her claws are slashing. Um... Graza, like all of her weapons are slashing, 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 slashing. <laughs> if she didn't use the sword to stab, but that'd probably be the same, nope, same effect. Uh, but yeah. uh, Graza whips out the rifle from off her back and fires. There we go. And it is not proficient yet. And hits. All right. Dealing eight points of damage to this one right here, splattering the ooze, splattering the pudding. All right. Uh, it is now lav uh, sorry, Drifa's turn. Drifa uh, flings another javelin at this one. Another pair of javelins. Javelin hits. Javelin hits. 17, 17. <laughs> nice. Fling and fling. Eight, uh, 10 more points of damage. Alright. It is now Narali's turn. Alright. I will... There are four javelins sticking out of that black pudding. <laughs> yeah, let's finish that thing off. Alright, bolt at it. Alright, it hits. Four. All right. It's still standing. And another two strikes. And you blow it apart. You have one more strike to, to right. designate. Spin around and fire one off at the this little one, one yeah, back one. here. Right. Fire the attack. It hits. And you... Six damage to it. All right. All right. Top of the round, Karis. And I'm moving. I'm moving up, back up onto the table. So if anybody wants to rush in and go after these guys, they can. Um. All right. Oh wait, Levis. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I was unconscious during my turn. No, that's right. I I thought you were still unconscious, but no, you it's your turn. Sorry, it was your turn right. previously, but. I'm gonna move back, and so. But not on the same square anymore. <laughs> you can move forward. Your mace would do a lot of damage I to those over jealous. Could I don't have my mace, oh. but uh, no. I instead I'm just gonna fire 
at the big one again. Okay. Radiant fire? Yes, it's radiant fire. I can't change that. <laughs> no, I was just making a confirmation. Yep. No, it's radiant damage, not fire damage. It does not make it surprisingly. Oh, yeah. Lower okay. Down. These things are super dexterous, though. <laughs> you well, one clearly I'm still right. getting up. <laughs> Alright, uh, it would be the Black Pudding's turn, but they're dead now. Theod. Okay, so now that Lavis is awake and the Black Puddings are literal pudding and useless now, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, if you, want, you don't know if they're literal pudding. You could taste them, though, if you wanted. <laughs> no, I'm good for now. I'll let Aaron do that. Spicy. <laughs> uh, so I'll put my Great Axe back across my back and pull out my crossbow and shoot. Um, <laughs> the big Black Pudding just... Just because. The big ochre jelly, you mean? Yeah, the big ochre jelly. Uh, what's the range on that? 100, 400. Oh, yeah, you're good. No, you hit it. Ooh, max damage. All right, the crossbow, hey. the crossbow quarrel sinks into the uh, ochre jelly. And I'm going to take a couple steps forward. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now Oren's turn. Uh, wasn't um, I supposed to go before Oren? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Karis. Karis is top of the round. Sorry, yeah. Lavis threw me off. Karis, your sorry. turn. No, it's, your, no, it's fine. Oh. I, I just got thrown off. It's fine. Karis, I'll spear, I will javelin him. All right. Hopefully. Attack. Nice. You hit. Roll damage. Five piercing. Stab it, and it's still standing. Really? Yep. Uh, I'm just frustrated. I'm like getting a headache right now. I'm <laughs> done. It's the fumes from the oozes. Alright. I assume. <laughs> now it is August's turn. Um, step one, let's see if I can blast the little one first okay. since it's close to death. Smack it with a quarter staff. You hit it, and your minimum damage kills it. Sweet. It had one hit point left. (laughs) (laughs) And then bonus action to hit the one behind me, I guess? Yeah, why not? All right. You hit it. I'm hard-pressed to miss it. (laughs) It takes six. All right. Fakir. Uh, transfer Hex to the big one and try another Eldritch Blast. Okay. Oh. You miss. Oh. That's you critically miss. Yes, oh, I do. Oh, no. So oh, who's in the most direct line of sight? It's going to be Aaron. Go ahead and roll damage. Now, he doesn't get the Hex damage, though, right? No, he's not, he's he not just the one that's Hexed. He just okay. gets the Eldritch Blast. So it'll have to just be an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> what the fuck? Tarn gets a little shove from behind. Yeah, Sorry. So, so Aaron, Aaron, you turn to face the Eldritch and you go... <clears throat> you get shoved forward into the ochre jelly. Like You face plant into the ochre jelly. Uh, What's it taste like? Ew. 
Contrary to what they're called, this does not indeed taste like jelly. Oh, it tastes like tapioca and despair. And you take an additional one point of acid damage. Tapioca and Despair is now my new metal cover band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Beautiful. now the Ochre Jelly's turn. It attacks on uh, protection. Okay. I like standing next to the paladin. Uh, it, you you get your shield up between the tendril and Arn and block it. Uh, Graza and Drifa. Graza, fi- Graza fires another shot at the Ochre Jelly. And Drifa is going to launch a javelin. Or two. Or three. Or fifteen. Boom. Uh, Dr- uh, Graza actually misses with the rifle. Yep. So you hear a loud <laughs> and a bullet Hits a wall past it. Uh, javelins go flying. Hit. Hit. Alright, two javelins are now sticking out of the ochre jelly. And Lavis. Yeah, um... I'm going to to Lavis. Um, does anyone seem critically injured? Aside from me. Nope. Make a medicine okay. check. Because you have to make a medicine check to find out. Yep. Alright. How injured is everybody? Un. No, I'm below half. Arn is very injured. I'm okay, almost at yeah. half. I knew that, but Lavis didn't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so now Lavis does. Now Lavis does, and is going to do the preserve life channel divinity. Um, which is. Gonna give. Like I need only a little bit of health, so give. Yeah, like, I don't think you're time. below half. No, I'm close yeah. to it, but. Um, I can't help you if you're not yeah. below half. Yeah, um, okay. up to half. Pardon? So, uh, Channel divinity only restores up to half. Yeah. Okay. What would put R in at half? Um. That would be five. Okay. Um, My half life is not impressive. You heal yourself and Arn? Yeah. I, I heal myself and Arn, which is over the spells. Um, under the spell's minimum to bring us both to half. Okay. You're back to half health, Arn. Yay! Norali. Alright. Yep, more of the same. Alright. 
Roll your attack. Are you, can I? Am I in a spot where I can? Am I? Can I get a good shot off at it from where I'm at? Yeah, it's it's a large. Creature. Okay, it's a large. Creature okay, you can hit. cool. Just want to make sure. You hit. Roll damage. All right. How do you want to do this? All right. Um. Second time. Yeah. From my spot on top of the table, um, I'm actually going to leap across here over to this up balance on this bookshelf so I'm directly over it and fire directly down into it. All right. So Narali does a run, does a basically a wall run up from the table that she's standing on. Roll, runs across the the cooking utensils that are that are on the shelf below. Lands precariously balanced on the ingredients shelf next to uh, Karis and Arn, and Careful! unleashes a blast down into the uh, ochre jelly, blowing it apart and ending the fight. You are now all in a alchemist's lab. With a bunch of splashed jelly all over the place. I grab the dragonborn by the chest. <laughs> I just pull him toward me, just glare at him. Is like, you're smaller than he is. Uh, well, I'm pulling him down. I'm just, <laughs> I should be strong enough to do that. Make a grapple. Make check. a strength check. Uh, it's an it's ath- athletic. athletics check. Who's <laughs> curious? Ah, uh, isn't that great? You try to pull him down, Aaron remains standing. You fail. You pull yourself up to him. Yeah. <laughs> I like doing I like doing pull-ups on him. Dinky. Look, Dragonborn, I start I just like, just pointing a finger on his chest. You need to stop doing this before you get yourself and us killed. Got it? I found books! <laughs> <laughs> Vicar's going around not touching anything, trying to make an arcana check to see if there's anything else dangerous in the room, substance-wise. They're in common. Karis just rubs his temples, just backs away. There are no more traps traps in the room. Okay. Then he starts looking for valuables. There's not much... so, So there's not much in here that's valuable to anybody other than an alchemist. Um, there's plenty of there's plenty of reagents and things for alchemy and, and al- alchemical experience, but there's experience nothing you'd be able to sell except to an alchemist. Right. Okay. I am going to use lay on hands on myself to get that. Right. Are we are we taking a rest or are we like keep yes. going? What? What is the it? Cares, the cares happy to start flipping through books and just chill out for a little while. I think everybody. I I think maybe we should. Take a moment to bring the temperature down and, you know, relax a bit. Sure. Yeah, because yes. I'm, I'm about to stab a dragon boy. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm Mean, just, meanwhile, still- you, know, you know, while you guys take a short rest, the seals that contain Eidos in her prison just get broken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, can. Uh, we, we, we knew that was going to happen, though. <laughs> yeah. That was inevitable. If only there was someone that could have prevented this. Oh, wait, they were not. <laughs> <Okay>, so... <laughs> we're what's, a snack. Uh, so what does the journal say? Uh, it is a journal uh, talking about... It's actually talking about the seals of Eidos. Um, the journal uh, it was written by some alchemical 
some some alchemist who is also a follower, an adherent to Idas. Um, it's mostly garbled, like ramblings. Doesn't quite. It's very chaotic in script and and not not very well put together. It was not put together by a by a healthy mind. Um, it does, however, lay out uh, one of the, one of the more coherent uh, pages that you're able to to gather. Um, lays out uh, has like sort of a diagram of five seals, um, like representing and with, with with depictions of the gods that 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 held, that created the seals. Um, and there is a circle around three of them. Valkyr. Um, so there's a circle around Valkyr, there's a circle around Bahamut, and there is a circle around um, Ishkil. Uh, the, the the unknown god to you, because Fikir never told you that Ishkil was the other one. Um, and the one that has uh, Valkyr, or, Val, or sorry, uh, and then there's also a circle around um, Kazaru, but it is marked, it is struck through. Who's Kazaru? That was we the, went to his tomb. That was the god water. of the, the water, the temple that you guys went to when you first found out about okay. Kazaru. That's right. Well, this is an interesting book. It seems to talk about the seals. Fakir will, as soon as you say interesting book, come over and start reading over your shoulder. It's mostly gibbering like madness. It's not it's not coherent for the most part. Except for that. And the five thing. seals are uh Bahamut, uh-huh. Ishkil, Valkyr, right. yeah. um Kazaru, you said? Kazaru. And um ah, the uh Tempest. Tempest? Yeah. I put my finger on Kasaru and say, that's not right. What do you I'm, mean? I'm reading from where I'm at, I'm sort of balanced there, sort of pseudo-meditating, but I'm looking Kasaru wasn't one of the five. It was Ow, Bahamut, Tempest, Valkyr, and Eshkil. Yeah, you notice that Ow is not in the book. Right. Hmm. Maybe the alchemist was wrong. <clears throat> Are we Are taking these... a rest? Yeah, I'm fine. I think, keep so. going. Okay. I think we should keep going. Yeah, I thought we were there's, there's there's a short rest while they read the book. A short rest is thirty minutes or longer. I mean, I was just I was flipping through the book to see anything notable. Not so much like. Yeah, well. I, I put I put the book in my in my pack. Regardless, we have tales to weave. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna step ahead before this motherfucker kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the uh, passageway, uh, the other hallway, uh, turns right after you step into it and leads you down a long thing. Um, Looking for traps and things. Yep. yep. Yeah. Staying at the precise back. All right. So as you guys listen and and look around for traps you don't see any traps but you do hear muffled conversation someone should sneak forward and listen in i'll do that make me a stealth check 
Alright. So you sneak forward and how far are you forward are you going? Um until I can see until I can get a good sense of what's being said or get to a corner I can peek around or All right. so you so, go forward. some indication that the hallway changes. So you see there's a there's a corner coming up on your left. Okay, yep. Did I'll you, creep up to the edge of it. And look around. You don't see much. Pause, uh, pause there. If see yeah. if the conversation stops, like they notice that they notice me, and if not, then carefully peek around. It's very dark, so you can't really see much. Um, like even if you, I'm just gonna put you there so you can peek around. It's all you, right. You you can't see much, um, but you do hear. I'll find you in Groom Car. Go ahead and head out. I'll take care of our. And you hear a feminine voice say, very well, make a perception check, Morelli. Fifteen? You recognize the voice <laughs> as Irene. <sighs> And then you hear, you should really stop listening in on other people's conversations from the male voice that you heard previously. Shit. Uh, Come on out where we can see you. Where I can see you. You and your friends. You all hear this, by the way. It's loud enough that it echoes through the hallway. I just yell, uh, we're not friends. They want us, yeah. I'm just, There's no one out here. Don't out. worry about anything. There's no point in hiding. This is not a hiding party anyway. So I was it, the voice is actually further in the room than, than you guys have to go further. <laughs> he clearly believes me when I tell him there's no one out here. Looking for ambush. <laughs> he doesn't believe Come you. Out of there. There's nobody here. Oh, okay. But I got must a 27 have, on my deception check. Must have, must have been in my imagination. So, Do I see any tracks or ambushes as we're going in? You see a person. Okay. Um, a man steps forward into the center of the room. Uh, this room, by the way, as you step in, is massive and long, and there are these huge pillar. There are these huge columns, you know, mm -hmm. uh, lining the lining the the thing. It looks like it's some sort of entrance or or or, or greeting hall at some point in time. Um, massive columns, line, you know, this massive six three on each side columns heading up uh, towards what looks like a, a set of stairs going down. And in the middle of the room uh, is a tall man, roughly six two, uh, wearing a flat cap. Uh, rough leathers that look like they're, they're black with with sort of a, a gray uh, lining. They look fairly elven in make, but you can't really tell his race because where normally people would you would see their face, instead you see this long crow-like beak of a mask. Ooh, plague mask. 
Uh, he has a long black cloak hang draped at his shoulders, and on one hip you see a unique-looking weapon. It's a it looks like a sword, but where a normal sword, a normal double-edged sword would be straight, it's uh-huh. it said stop short and curves um, into what looks almost like a sickle, but not quite. And it's a, it's a shotel for those of you that know what that looks like. Um, and with blades on either side, and then at his other hip is a dagger, is a very wicked-looking dagger. Um, so this is the party of stalwart adventurers who have been bugging us and our plans. Well, congratulations, you found us at this most secret of locations. I may as well introduce myself. My name is Kedwin. And... Oh, you. I, I've been looking for... Uh, uh, mm. Oh, you're one of those dolts that work for Kalimvor. Oh. So Kara starts to rush up. So simple-minded. Are you, like, rushing to attack him, or are you just moving up? I'm moving up. Just right. aggress- a bit aggressively. His hands are off at his side. He's not drawing his weapons. So... While it would be absolutely lovely to play with you all, I'm rather quite busy right now. But, don't worry, I have some friends who are going to take care of you. How about, you face, how about you face me yourself, coward? Get He's, back here. He waves a hand and blinks out of existence. We don't have to worry about him figure out what he just did. What? Can I make an arcana check to figure out what he just did? Sure. Was it like a teleport or a? Uh, it's a, it. It looked like it looked. The closest thing you could describe it to would be dimension door, but he didn't open okay. a door. Right. It was literally he just wasn't there anymore. Okay. He, but it's it's pretty apparent he didn't just turn invisible and he's still here somewhere. No, no, he, and... he teleported. Right. He's out. Um, he might, and he might as, drop. as he does so the darkness in the room so most of you have dark vision so it doesn't really bother you um, but uh, Lavis the, the light of your lantern f- flickers a little bit and almost seems to draw back in towards the lantern as these two shadowy figures rise up from the darkness around you um you see they are almost ephemeral in nature looking as if they are simply shadows brought to life Um, these two dark uh, entities looking very demonic in nature float forward out of the shadows flanking the spot where uh, Cadewin was standing and at that point, we will call it for this session. <laughs> so, thank you all very much for joining us. Uh, we have been Final Show Films. If you like what you heard and like to hear more, you can check out all of our content at our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check out our uh, Patreon page if you'd like to support us in creating all this content at patreon.com. Uh, thank you to our $25 supporters, Antitonic and Chris Comfort, uh, for supporting us. And uh, if you'd like to support, like I said, uh, a dollar is enough. So thank you very much. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.